7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart. You know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! I got a mouthful of burrito. Anyway, welcome to the uh, Great American Shutdown. I guess this is somewhere around, what, day five? Is this day five? Is that what we were doing? It's day three for me. It could be whatever day. You pick your number, folks. It's fine. Uh, but <laughs> welcome to Turn Up the Night, the weekend edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide for um, March 20th, 2020. Um, and, uh, of course, join me, as always, on the program, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, who's about ready to come out of retirement and go back to work full time. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I had... I did more work on unemployment claims this morning <laughs> than I did in 10 years. <laughs> My inbox was full of people who were sort of friends of mine. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden got laid off and all had, they remembered me. Well, oh. they remembered where I worked, where I worked for 33 years. And all yeah, kinds but- of questions about, am I eligible for unemployment? <laughs> So, I, but I answered them all. I got them all out, just like I used to do at work. I just bang them out, bang well, out those claims. There you go. But yeah, they're talking about taking me back. Uh, I don't know. Don't want to go. Don't want to blame go. you. I don't blame you. But uh, we shut down at eight a.m. last night, eight p.m. last night. Governor Wolf shut us down in Pennsylvania, and that's everything except uh, essential services. So that's where we're at. So. What about grocery stores? Grocery stores, pharmacies, car repair shops, tire sales, uh, big box uh, stores like Home Depot, Lowe's mm-hmm. are all allowed to be open. Okay. The ironic part is you could open up Lowe's and Home Depot, but you can't do construction, <laughs> uh, which threw a crimp in my plans because uh, we were going to put a new deck on the house and... Uh, we could order all the material and have it delivered, but the contractor can't put it together. <laughs> I could send you my guys. So, uh, <laughs> uh, no, you, actually, you can't. <laughs> That's true. Well, just bring your house to Ohio and, uh, you know, but, um, and rain from well, four. F- oh, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say ours is a, is a repair because mm. some of the, the hanger brackets on the underpin on the understructure broke. Ah. So it's actually a hazard. So I don't know if we can get away with it. Well, we'll see. And rain from Four Freedoms blog. Washington, D.C., the Beltway Beer of the Bubble. The Swamp has the shutdown. I shut would down. like to say that so far, this is the worst Women's History Month ever. Ah. Mm. And women aren't it's to blame. It's still Women's History Month. You're right. 
And You're now right. this is part of women's history. Well, yeah. Because if I could go to Pennsylvania, I'd help you fix it, Joe. Mm, I don't think you could. But that's the thing. I mean, yeah. I, I'm i seriously waiting for certain states not only to just shut down essential services. I, I'm waiting for them to say, y'all shouldn't come to our state. Yeah, I'm... Which, uh, which might not be a bad idea. This well, well, there's not many people moving around, so... So, um, New York, where my sisters and my family is, yeah. and live, um, they shut down, too. Uh, Nissa, my one sister, has been working from home. She's a medical coder, so mm -hmm. she hasn't had to leave the house for three or, I think, three weeks at this point. And even before then, it was only like once a week she had to go in. My, my other sister works um, as a... Uh, I think that she's an, a medical assistant. I'm not sure. But my sister, Heather, does have to go to work. She works for a physical therapy office. And her job right now is to take the temperature of everybody who comes in. And if they're over 100.3, they get turned away. Does mm -hmm. she have masks? Yes. Good. Yes, she does. Good. Uh, she's now, not using Ken, a bandana? No, not using a bandana. But, Ken, you've met Heather. She is um, meaner than I am. She she's a tough cookie. Yeah, she she's kind of she's <laughs> very she's very no nonsense. All you all you Koch girls are very no nonsense. So yeah, so I think that Koch she's women. probably the best person in. That's you can call us girls. All right, you can. We we call ourselves the Koch girls. Um, okay. But she was put in charge of of turning people away, and um, I think it was Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday afternoon. She had to turn two patients away because. They refused to have their temperature taken because they said, I know I don't have fever. Oh, Jesus. And Just get your Heather temperature like, taken, well, you fools. Yep. Heather, Heather said, you know, you got to go. I've, been, gotta take, go. And I've then, been taking mine daily, um, like twice yeah. a day. Because if, if I start, you know, because of all that filthy money I, I handled at my job. Yes. Um, it's like, I don't know if it's incubating in me or not. You know, I would, I would really like to get tested. Um, but, and, and there's a company out there and I think, I forget who it is, but I saw the story last night for like 125 bucks and it should be covered by most insurance companies. You can get a home testing kit from this one company, but I don't know if they're available. Are they reliable? Yet. Yeah. I was just going to ask that. Is it reliable? I have no idea. That's the thing. Nobody nobody knows if these testing kits, even the ones they're issuing, are, are reliable. So yeah, I'd be cautious about that. I got a got an email about two hours ago from uh, LabCorp. <clears throat> okay. Which is where I some I used to go for my blood work. Mm -hmm. I don't anymore, but they still count me as a customer. So they sent me an email and they said, "Well, they have tests, but uh, you know you, you got to go to your doctor." and get referred and um, f first meet the CDC criteria and then your doctor would administer the test and send it to us but don't come here <laughs> nuts yeah sorry for the zipper sound effect my hoodie was no I, I know warm. my doctor doesn't ha I know my doctor doesn't have these tests yeah I mean I I don't meet the criteria I mean uh, the, you know today today <laughs> mm -hmm. so 
I I actually I said this earlier. This God, day, you know, I used to make the joke on the show that one day equals a month. Mm-hmm. It's slowing down. It's, it's not a joke yeah, anymore. It's, yeah, it's slowing down. Um, I I think that um, I can't remember when I tweeted it out. I want more tests, but mm-hmm. what I want more than that is for us to have enough ventilators and masks and equipment that is going to be needed for the people who actually have to go to the hospital. I'm not saying I'm not worried about you needing a test, Joe, or me, but no. when when people get sick, sick, and they're sick, like, with whatever it is, mm-hmm. whether it be the, the, you know, this virus, the flu, pneumonia, um, bronchitis, all of these different respiratory COPD. ailments. COPD. Yeah, C- yes, COPD. All of these things. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I feel like we're not doing enough to make sure that um, our hospital's ready. And I'm pissed. I'm pissed because, you know, when we heard earlier, I think it was this week again, when Ford and and uh, Chrysler and all the all the major auto manufacturers shut down. Uh-huh. Once I heard that, I went down to Bob. It's like, because I was in the studio, I heard it, I went into Bob's office and I was like, every one of these, every one of these companies need to turn their, you know, their, their, the, um, what's the word? When, their lines, the lines of making assembly these, lines, the stuff. Yeah. Thank you, Ken. Assembly lines, they need to turn them into, you know, factories to make ventilators, to make hospital beds. And and wherever they store the cars that are getting ready for shipment, they mm-hmm. need to turn them into hospitals. And the next day, I heard that they were volunteering to do this. And the federal government hasn't taken them up on this offer. Of course they haven't. It's I, fucking I Trump. I feel like we are not treating this like a wartime effort. And it is so incredibly oh, frustrating. Oh, but Fat Boy feels like he's, a, in many ways, a wartime president. Oh, I, I can't <sighs> tell you... How I I've gotten like my murder fists have grown exponentially over the past like, uh, past like few days, fist. like 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 planetoid size <laughs> murder fists. Um, no, I'm 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 the, so I'm angry. I'm trying to keep the, my shit. Did together. you did you hear Trump the other day? I, I seriously I had to stop watching those pressers because it's like. Get him out of there. Get Pence out of there. Just, just get the people who know what they're fucking saying up there. Yes. Okay, you know it's like because Joe Biden said Trump he, said, he, he, yeah, he, yeah, because Trump said, you know, somebody asked him, oh, oh, you know, do you feel that you weren't prepared for this? And he's like, oh no, we were totally liar. And then he's like, the no. only thing we weren't prepared for was the media. The media is the only thing at this point. See how I started to yell and congratulated yeah. myself? The mm-hmm. media is the only thing right now that is keeping us informed. Yeah. I I, I want to hug all the responsible media out. All of them. It, I mean, it, it's so They're the so only maddening. ones that are keeping us informed. If, if, our, if we didn't have a free press... And the only thing that we could trust was what was coming out of this administration. We'd we'd all be dead. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, um, but you know, more importantly, it's, though, it's it's not like it's not it's not like the, the 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 White House is telling us to really pushing forward the idea of social distancing. The White House is not really pushing the idea of no gatherings over ten people. The White House is not. Re- it's it's the media that's pushing all of these safeguards, really publishing them, putting them on the front page, and telling people, listen. If you want to live, do these things. Mm-hmm. The, the administration and the White House is only saying this in passing. Yeah. I think I'm done for now. No. But, you know, more importantly than all of this is how, you know, it's too bad we couldn't have made a quick buck before all this broke, right? Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, leave it to dirtbag... Oh subhuman filth conservatives to fucking practice insider trading before uh, this and sell off their fucking stock before it tanked. Seriously. This really? is evil, evil shit. That was uh, Burr? Burr and Burr. Luffler. Richard Luffler. Burr, Luffler, yeah. and Inhofe. Oh, uh, he, yeah, you're right. And, okay, we'll get... Mis- Mr. Snowball. And then they accuse get- Diane yeah. Feinstein. Mr. Snowball. Mr. Snowball. Oh, Mr. yeah, snowball. The, the senator with the snowball. Oh. Yeah, see, I found a snowball, so there can't be climate change. Because there's snow outside. They Remember tried him? to. They tried to accuse Senator Feinstein. Yeah. And senator that, Snowball. You know, I... Huh. Um... So I saw when I woke up this morning, I was like, "What is going on?" Because I didn't pay attention to things last night. And so it was Inhofe. Thank you for reminding me of that, Joe. Burr and Loeffler, and then they said Feinstein. Just was like, "All right." But there's two things. <clears throat> her husband actually, her husband's um, investment company. First mm-hmm. off, she has everything in a blind, a blind trust. Yeah. Exactly. So right there, off the hook. Yes. And this was also her husband's company who does this stuff. Uh, uh, Whoever that her husband uses to, you know, manage his his portfolio, they actually sold the shares of the cancer therapy. It was a cancer therapy company. They sold the shares before all of this went down. Yeah. They sold them. That particular company that the cancer, whatever, has made a huge amount of money. Like, they sold it. So I don't want to hear from anybody about Feinstein and and her husband. Because you don't get to do both siderism. No. They're in a blind trust. Richard Burr sits on the committee. And he, he warned some daily, of his rich donors uh, yes, to sell too, yes. right? He, I don't know if he warned them to sell, but he, he um, I don't know. I don't know. But no, he sits, no, he, sits, no, he didn't, didn't do that. Oh, okay. He sits on the committee that gets daily coronavirus briefing. Yeah. Loeffler's husband runs the New York Stock Exchange. So those two, I, I mean, I, Inhofe is complicit, I'm sure, but those two, they need to resign now. Mm-hmm. 
because they are that's blood money. Their profits are blood money. People are dead. A lot of people are dead. And a lot more people are going to die. And they need to resign from, uh, from the Senate. Right now, I, they... I mean, I'll take Doug Collins in Florida. I don't care. Yeah, that's that's just pure evil. That's 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 just that that's just a, a sneakier and greasier way of, of doing like what all those. It's insider trading. One of the it's it's yeah. I was just saying yeah, exactly that. But I I, I was um, it's just a more evil, greasier, subvert thing like those guys cleaning out hand sanitizer, people hoarding tissue and stuff like that. It's just it, it's, unfortunate. Go ahead. Oh, unfortunately, uh, I, I have a feeling these these senators are going to end up the Gary Condits of this particular tragedy. Oh, you, you remember Gary Condit? I do, Why but does, I'm having a hard does that time. That name sounds so familiar to me. I do. I remind me because I think I do. Well, here's why I say that. Gary Condit was a uh, Democrat congressman. Mm -hmm. Married, having an affair with Chandra Levy, who disappeared. Oh, oh. yes, in Rock Creek Park in D.C. Uh huh. And it was a big, big, yeah. big scandal. Yes, yes. Except the day the scandal broke, a couple planes hit the uh, Twin Towers. Oh my God, Joe, that's right. And we never heard of Chandra Levy or Gary Condit again. That's right. Totally Except there's a footnote that. to 9/11, and that's yeah. what's going to happen here. We have a crisis. It is huge. Yeah. It is unprecedented. And these guys are going to get away with murder. I don't doubt I, it. I hope, the, I hope the people of Florida and the, and the people of South Carolina remember, remember when it comes to when we can vote again. I hope so, too. I'm just going to say, I, I, I know they're going to get Gary Condit. <laughs> I made it well, a verb. That's the other thing. I mean, I said it to I said it to you guys in the chat, and I said it to Bob. You know, physically, when when I when he was eating breakfast this morning, mm -hmm. in any other time, any other time, Richard Burr would be forced to resign from the Senate for this because this is insider trading. Yeah, and President Obama. <clears throat> can't remember which one of his State of the Union's address, but he said, send me a bill that stops insider trading within Congress and I will sign it. And they did. So... I mean, they did. There, hmm. There is a law on the books now that says Congress people, elected representatives, can't inside trade. And he did. He terrible, did not terrible only did he do people. that, he, he gave a speech behind closed doors to his donors or to whoever saying this is really, really bad. And then Richard Burr to the public said, just remain calm. It's not as bad as you think it is. So and it all happened right around the same time he made so, so he did kind of tip his five million dollars. So he did kind of tip his hat to his rich donors then. They could read between the lines. I mean, yeah, he didn't come outright and say it, but him saying this is really, really bad and then lying to the public. I mean, mm -hmm. don't don't think that some of those 
some of those uh you know his richie rich uh supporters didn't mm-hmm. uh say oh okay what should i sell my stock in you know well, he didn't do what i what i mean is he didn't do what that other congressman did that ended up going to jail you remember the one from new jersey i think it was um oh who actually called his son-in-law and his son-in-law's father and told them to sell this particular stock that he was he didn't go he to jail did. isn't he still in office no he's going to jail he resigned office i i think he was convicted if i'm not mistaken i'm thinking of the senator but <clears throat> okay but uh um he actually made a call about the particular stock and Burr didn't do anything like that it, it's uh yeah, he he his but to Ken's point, his public statements and during that period of time and his private statements during that period of time were quite different. The recording that you hear is quite dire. While at the yeah. same time, he was saying, "Oh, we're, we got this." But the, and, but keep in mind, he's on a Senate committee that gets daily briefings about the virus, and he sold those stocks two days after he got a briefing. Exactly. It's it it it's. Horrific. And if I, I, I recall, any... Diane Feinstein wasn't at that brief. She said, actually, no, you recall correctly, because I do take her for her word. Um, she literally tweeted it out this afternoon. Um, she said, <clears throat> or this morning, um, she said, during my Senate career, I've held all assets in blind trust, of which I have no control. Reports that I sold assets are incorrect as are reports that I was at a January 24th briefing on coronavirus, which I was unable to attend. Under, under Senate rules, I report my husband's financial transactions. I have no input into his decisions. My husband in January and February sold shares of a cancer therapy company. This company is unrelated to any work on the coronavirus, yeah. and the sale was unrelated to the situation. Yeah, I mean, for, for somebody to... to desperately make that kind of reach it's just like yeah yeah it's it's the both sides do it bullshit and no one side did it legitimately this time around and several on the other side committed insider trading mm-hmm. fucking it's, a it, these people are disgusting mm-hmm. i mean i'm not trying you know we have shitty people on our side of the aisle Absolutely. We call them out when it happens. But this is, this is, I can't even begin to tell you how disgusted I am about this. Oh, and hell, we have shitty people on our side, and then Trump lets them out of prison. Yes. Don't forget yes. about, uh, what, Blago. Yeah, fucking scumbag. I mean, he should Please. just become a, Demo- a, a Republican. Crap. He should become a Republican. But there was, but already. there was no quid pro quo there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he had the right to sell that. Seat. It was a perfect. It was a perfect uh, call. It was a perfect call. Blago made a perfect call. Perfect call. <laughs> I'll sell that seat to you for. <laughs> My oh, lord. I just i i am um i'm really truly having a hard time wrapping my head around how badly this is being managed. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and actually leading towards the side of maybe it's purposeful, and I don't like thinking that. Well, here's I believe in the good. Of there people. are some purposeful, purposefully 
horrible things going on right now. The the negligence of the Trump administration. He's like, oh no, we handled it great. We handled it great. We handled it great. No, you didn't. Well, you handled it like shit, and now we are facing an, the the Great American Shutdown, is what I'm calling it. Not so Great American Shutdown. Um, and we have so we have the you know failure, uh, you know from from the federal government. We have failure from some local governments. Do you hear that fucking that? Uh, there's an article I, I glanced at today. Some goddamn redneck in uh, in Kansas, uh, GOP County Commission Chair downplayed pandemic in Kansas. Not that many Chinese people here. Okay, you oh racist God. piece of shit. I didn't know that the pandemic had a nationality attached. Oh my God! I oh, thought it was it a virus. So it, was, it does to Trump and his hardcore supporters. Oh, did you hear that twit from uh, OAN? Ask yes. Trump. Do you think yeah. calling Chinese food is is racist because that's where you know it, it originates in China? Okay, all right, all right, all right, Questions sweetheart. Okay, sweetheart. Here you go. Here's here's how this works. All right. <laughs> a cuisine is not a negative thing. You can go out for Ethiopian food. You can go out for Italian food. You can go out for Irish food. You can go out for Chinese food. None of that is racist. But when you try to label something that is horrible in killing people, not filling their tummies. Yeah. It's racist. It's not that fucking hard to comprehend. It already has a name. You don't need to give it a racist one. Well, Trump did. He crossed out coronavirus and he wrote in Chinese virus. Oh, I hate him so that much. That was on the front page of, thank God it was on the front page of Weipo Online. Thank God it was. And besides, Chinese food does not originate in China. No, it's As far American. as I know, it originates right here where yeah. I get it. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's American. If you're going to go after <laughs> yeah. Ethiopian food, what? If yeah. you eat Ethiopian food, does that mean that you're going to like suffer from a famine? Or if you eat Irish food, you're going to have, like, I don't know, the potato blight. I, you're going to be an alcoholic and eat, just eat potatoes. You're going to be an alcoholic. They don't some potatoes. Um, yeah. You bastards. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> food I, I eat does not originate in China. Um, it originates around the corner from me. And um, so, yeah, but that's why they plant those assholes in that press room. Yeah. Oh yeah, OAN is horrible, horrible. Oh, I mean, can we call OAN one asshole network? Oh, yeah, we could. Um, I don't know because it seems like there's so many more assholes. Could could we could we? What's another name for? Is there a word like could be the Omni asshole network? <laughs> yeah, think about that. Yeah. Would be great. <laughs> yeah, or we could call it yeah, one asshole nitwits. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, th although these... we can leave it one America because, um, that's incredibly racist. Oh yeah. We all know that they're a white national news. Well, just call outlet. it S Stormfront Light. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, but yeah. So uh, the but that you know I saw that and I was like, Do you think the term Chinese food is Jesus Christ? Are you that fucking, you know? And then, of course, he loved that. He loved that so much. I think yeah, he probably his little tiny, his little tiny mushroom penis grew. 
<laughs> one centimeter bigger. <laughs> a whole centimeter? Nobody, and nobody noticed. So, uh... Don't save penis in this house! Uh, Melania said, it would be best not to look. Um, be best. Yeah. Don't touch that. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. Can't touch. No, <laughs> can't touch can't this. Touch <laughs> can't touch this. Won't touch that. <laughs> Won't touch that. Okay, yeah. Well, we had adventures in uh, shopping today. Did you want to hear about that? Well, let's I mean, let's hear that when we come back because uh, I had okay. I, I had some adventures in shopping. Oh, and I had the best one liner when I went to the store because I, I wanted to get some. Uh, uh, judging by something that Rain said in Top Secret, <laughs> I went out to the store again the other day. Um, so <laughs> I'm like, screw it. I'm getting enough food for a month and a half at least. I'm gonna jam my freezer. Uh, but yeah, and we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about food stuff too on the show tonight. Some some practices, some good practices to get into. Um, uh, mapping out meals, uh, food storage, you know, uh, I'm gonna, gonna, and I'm gonna tell you my story on that, but I'm probably gonna wait for that for when Bob gets on. So when we come back, we'll hear shopping adventures with, do, do you have a shopping adventure too, Rain, or just me and Joe, or, or, or were you done after you got the dog food? Yeah, I'm pretty, uh, yeah. Okay. I, I found some local places, so I don't have to go deep and heavy. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, it's time to go get a beer now that I've eaten. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we're gonna. I bought several cases of beer. Everyone. Nice <laughs> uh, guy. What's that? I don't blame you. I don't blame you. No, no. You said. What'd you say, Joe? Nice going. Yeah, nice going. Yeah, beer, yeah. <laughs> because some of the breweries around here are going are switching over to uh, Purell uh, manufacture. Oh yeah, I oh, I actually yeah. watched a story on CNN of that too. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, um, I'll tell you what. You know what would feel real good right now is mm-hmm. to go to go swimming in a vat of beer. But instead, I'll just go get a beer and play swimming upside down by Bobber. So, okay. How about that for a transition? All it's right. A good seg. All right. Here we go. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. Oh, fuck, I'm 
my beer in front of me. Very happy about that. Uh, and uh, yeah, now we're going to talk about some shopping adventures. I think Rain, you wanted to talk about one of your friends too on the program, so we can. Uh, we'll all tell our anecdotes now. So uh, welcome back, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. How you doing? Speaking of electricity, meow goodness says, I spent a, a goodly part of my afternoon <laughs> trying to discern the arcane meaning of the chicken scratch labels on my circuit breaker. <laughs> oh. So, good luck with that. Um, you know, they put yeah. the new box in um, when they built our garage and they didn't label it. Ooh, that's oh, that's bad. Yeah. So, I got to, uh, one that's of these days, bad. one of these days, I'm going to have to um, figure out what's what. Well, so. a few years ago, we put in a generator, oh. and mm-hmm. uh, we were forced to re. You were forced to what? Automatic. Recircuit, you know. Okay. A, a lot of circuits had to be taken out of the main box and put it into the. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So. Um, so we, I took the opportunity to label every goddamn circuit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Down, down to the outlet. <laughs> yeah. So I know exactly where everything is. Yeah, I would have, you know, I, I wasn't here when they put it in, so I didn't get a chance to ask them. So, uh, but anyway, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C., the Beltway Bureau, of the Swamp. Welcome Hello. back. Hello. I'm not so, sure what you were mm-hmm. talking. You said that you uh, at some point during the show you wanted to talk about one of your oh. friends. So, um, before we start, yeah. so uh, um, but uh, can we wait until Bob is on? Oh yeah, absolutely. I wasn't sure, Bob's you know. Okay, um, yeah. so so anyway, um, uh, because um, I just wanted to doubly make sure we had enough food in the house for as long as needed. So we have we are lucky that we inherited from Susan's folks a freezer uh, chest in the in the basement, and it is packed right now. Um, and. <laughs> I froze. I and again, the everything in the meat department totally picked over. But I don't care because I was buying stuff like I was buying like crazy different kinds of sausage and like drumsticks and steaks and different kinds of fish and whatever. And I'm like, all of it's going in the freezer. Hot dogs, yeah. bacon, you know, breakfast sausage, whatever, just anything. Because if you give me a piece of meat, I can make a meal out of it. No matter what, with because with, with canned, you know, canned stuff or or frozen stuff, frozen vegetables, um, but like you know, um, but it, you know, but I'm gonna talk about food stuff when uh, when Bobber gets on too, um, because uh, you know I've been talking to my dad about this a lot too, and he actually has some pretty cool services that uh, he's been using that I want to recommend to everybody, um, and uh, uh, for fresh produce. And this one's good. You're gonna like this, um, uh, but uh, the um, uh, you know so so I went out and I'm like you know and I bought an extra loaf of bread to throw in the freezer and bought different kinds of cheeses and things like that. And um, but I w- when I was out, I, I bought eggs because you know we were I, I boiled all of our old eggs and you know to make egg salad and stuff. Um, and uh, and I got um, you know. <laughs> I'm in the store and I had a few conversations with people and it was, it was nice. Um, one of the stock guys, I asked him because I saw there were limits on things. They were like, you know, two, only two, you can't buy more than two of the same produce items. You can't buy two more than two of the same, 
Um, Which should have been done when it came to toilet paper yeah, weeks and weeks. Ago. Should have been. Should have been. They And they did the same thing with their paper products because they actually had tissues in the store and we needed tissues. So I bought like a four pack of tissues. I could have bought two of them, but I just bought a four pack. Um, so uh, so I'm, I'm in the store and I, in this one uh, clerk, you know, uh, grocery clerk was there. And um, I, I've talked to him in the past. He's a pretty cool kid, and um, and I and I was about ready to buy. Uh, I buy Hunt's um, spaghetti sauce for easy meals. We do have real spaghetti sauce that Susan's made and canned with her friends, but I don't want to use all of that up. So for a cheap and easy meal, I'll buy Hunt's because it's not full of all the sugar and grease like ragu and stuff is, and I can add my own seasoning because it's kind of mildly seasoned. So, so I, I, I was, it said three for four or something like that on the, on the shelf tag. And I asked the kid, I said, can I do the three for four? Or is there a limit too? He's like, no, that's fine. There's no limit on those. So I got the three and, um, and he said, people are going nuts right now. He said, there were a couple people in here the other day fighting over like 24 cents, like, you know, oh. and, and he was talking about the, the toilet paper thing and everything too. And then, uh, but the funniest thing that happened <laughs> Is there was a guy, there was a gentleman behind me who had eggs and bacon, and he was just buying stuff for breakfast for tomorrow. You know, you could tell. I think he made, might have had English muffins or something like that, too. And uh, so he's standing behind me in line. He's got four things, and I have, you know, I have half a cart worth of stuff, maybe, but, you know, not that much. And I bag my own stuff, and I bag it really fast, so it never takes long. But I said to him, that's all you have, go in front of me. He's like, oh, really, really? You know, and he was like shocked that I would suggest that. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You got four things, and um, so me, so so that so now he's in between me and the lady who was in front of me, and we all have the same eggs that they had in their the cage free eggs, which I always buy. So I was relieved that they weren't sold out. I like the brown cage free free eggs. Now, in <laughs> the guy, you know. He looks at looks at me and looks at the woman. He's like, well, "So what's the difference between brown eggs and white eggs?" And I said, "The difference is they only have brown eggs here." <laughs> <laughs> so everybody laughed. So it was a pretty good one liner. And then I then I went on to say that you know you, you know it's a higher quality egg you know because the the chickens actually get to stretch their legs and run around and produce healthier eggs. You know, I mean. You know, some, something that's crammed in their own shit in a cage all day isn't going to give you the best taste in egg, you know? So, um, but I didn't say that. I I, I, I kept, a, I just said that the, the chickens were healthier and more robust who were able to be cage-free. And I know that that's even a little, you know, people, of course, PETA people will be like, well, that's still, you know, whatever. Um, but, but still. They, they they have richer yolks to me, you know. Even you can even tell by looking at when you crack a brown egg, the yolk is like you know more of a deep orange instead of that kind of anemic yellow that you know factory eggs are. So, uh, so yeah, so I just thought that was funny. So that was my little adventure, and then then uh, I did go I get some extra beer uh, at convenient because they have a better price than Marks, and I went in and. There were like three guys standing in there buying lottery and shit, and um, I went up and I and I walked past his toilet paper aisle and he had toilet paper, 
but it's like that real cheap, you know, value time or, you know, <laughs> you know, best value toilet paper, you know, some, and it's like, you could probably flatten the roll if you pushed hard enough on it with your hands, you know, uh, oh, okay. you know, that, that it's so like, like that super soft stuff. It's like, it's like, like somehow they inject more air to make the roll look bigger or something, you know, <laughs> it's like a four use roll, you know, um, you know, zero absorbency. Uh, but yeah, oh, so, wow. so yeah, I, yeah, I, I worked at a convenience store. I know. Well, well, yeah. So, so he had it and I went up to the register. I was like, wow, you, you, I said, you're, you're the only game in town for toilet paper. And everybody started laughing and I was like, yeah, Mark's doesn't have it. They have tissues. I didn't look for paper towels, but they had tissues there. And, um, but yeah, so, uh, but anyway, so that, that's, that was my final shopping anecdote, anecdote. Um, and Joe, so you had more adventures then, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, we, uh, we ventured out, uh, just, just to, you know, peruse the, uh, the apocalypse. And, um, so we went to, uh, our, our first stop, they, they opened, um, an Ocean State job lot. I don't know if you're familiar with, well, they're more of a, a very East Coast, New England, mm -hmm. uh, Sort of like a, you know, they get odd lots of merchandise and uh, yeah, whatever they get. Like, isn't that like big lots? And they're yes, big, yes, okay. yes, yes. They were restricted to like Cape Cod and everything, but now they've they've stretched into Pennsylvania, and uh, we got one here a couple miles from us. So we went down. They had a grand opening, so we went down, and um, you know that was an adventure because they. Um, they were already out of hand sanitizer and um, bleach and uh, anything that would, you know, de-germ a countertop, mm -hmm. Clorox wipes, nothing. But they had, you know, paper towels and they had the, the high quality uh, uh, Scott's uh, toilet tissue. and. <gasps> oh, that's gold. Oh, yeah. That's what Barbara says. She goes, we scored. <laughs> we scored. <laughs> And I says, yeah, the pot store is closed, but we scored toilet tissue <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, good stuff. We got the, you know, the the, the fluffy uh, Scott stuff. Yeah. So that was good. I mean, we got out of I got job lots, but uh, you know, that that was okay. Well, now, you know, for anybody running out of pot, and if you have rolling papers around, you could potentially <gasps> lick those and stick them together to make you know some pretty big uh, toilet paper. Toilet paper, yeah. Or, or you can God. smear some, no, some some pot cream on that and stop going get, there. When you said get, get high, but anyway, um, oh my God, where was I? Um, you were smearing okay. pot paper in your so butt. We, it's all right. <laughs> whatever makes whatever, whatever floats your boat at this point. Any port in a storm. So anyway, uh, we went over to uh, Gabe's. I don't know if you have Gabe's in Ohio. Gabriel Brothers? Uh, G yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you do him. Okay. So we went Susan, there. Susan used to work for them uh, when she was in college. Oh. Well, we went in Gabriel's, and um, right at the entrance, they had a table with cleaning products and a sign that said, please use these cleaning products to wash down your your cart. Oh, that's that's awesome. That was new. So, And we took advantage of that. 
We washed down ourselves. We washed down the cart. Sure. We did a shower. We took a, did, yeah. Did you, we, did you get undressed and like. Just, just, just to my waist. <laughs> no, just, just to my waist. Just to my waist. <laughs> I took my shirt off. <laughs> Joe dropping his. D- no, no. Everything. I rolled yeah. my pants up up to my knees, <laughs> and then, my socks off, and then Barb it, was, it looked like a beachcomber, you know, then, so, yeah, like a beachcomber. And then Barb took, took the bucket. Of, yeah, Barb took the bucket of hand sanitizer. <laughs> That's right. Well, we she, put it in she, a. She, Barb, 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 Barb put a. Barb, Barb put about four gallons of sanitizer in a condom and no, made me I swallow see, it. <laughs> oh, Joe Santorza, hand sanitizer <laughs> mule. Yeah. <laughs> and the Barb went all like flash dance. You know, huh? Remember flash dance? Oh, oh yeah. yes. Yes. I'm seeing yeah. Barb like that. Just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were, we were all there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, and we brought our own condoms. We filled so those cold. suckers up. <laughs> so cold. <laughs> Swallow them. Um, but anyway, you walk, <laughs> you walk into Gabe's. And then there was I mean, another that table. That is a fun, sexy time. It is. It is. It is. Swallowing condoms anytime. No, Barb, like, spiking oh. yourself oh, oh, down oh, with oh. hand sanitizer. Oh, okay. Like in flash dance. How, how much oh, money do you make as a Purell mule? Um, <laughs> I do it for free, pal. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's the next day that's the problem. Well, yeah, anyway, and be, uh, because be yeah. careful. Be careful if you you know what you eat if you swallowed one of those because you know. You know. Yeah. Well, you can eat raw chicken because the Purell will take care of it. But anyway. Yeah, it's true. Chicken tartare. There was not. Then once you get in the store, they had a table with hand sanitizer on it, Clorox. Oh wow. A big one of hand sanitizer. She. Barbara was like, should we touch it? I said, don't touch it. Don't touch it. It's a trap. It's a trap. You know? Yes. Yes. No, it wasn't like that. It was more like, you remember Indiana Jones when he got got to the, the, the gold idol? Yeah. But if you picked up the idol, the, the yeah, whole thing sure. would crush. So he, he had, had a bag, bag of sand. sand. Yeah. Right, and but there was a condom was full of back. sand. Wasn't a condom full of sand? Uh, maybe. Eh, it could have been. Yeah. So it was a, yeah, it was a burlap condom. That's what it was. But anyway, oh, highly that, ineffective. Highly ineffective. <laughs> highly ineffective and painful and it could, it could for hurt. all party for all parties for involved. All parts. But yeah. anyway, we were sort of doing that thing. We said, well, you know, maybe if you grab that and put something in its place. I said, but I'm telling you. A net's gonna come down if we touch it. Blow darts. It's a trick. It's a trick. So we sort of poked it and tipped, you know, and made it like go around and around, you know, on its base. Mm-hmm. And nothing happened. Okay. And uh, people were watching us. They were going, eh, so we pushed it again, and then we figured, well, it's okay. So we grabbed it, put it in the cart, and behind it was spray bottles of Clorox hand sanit uh, hands of sanitizer, you know. Wow. Uh-huh. On top. Yeah, so we got like three bottles of those, and then we went through the store, and there was nothing. The only stuff that was was on that table. So really? we were che- we checked out. Yeah, we checked out. We we so we we scored. We scored. I guess and we, so. We we went to the the checkout line, and behind the checkout girl, there was a bottle of Lysol wipes. Yeah. And wow. yeah, and Barb's, Barb's, uh, 
just uh, just asking, uh, is that available <laughs> behind uh, you there? And she goes, oh, no, no, that's the stores. We wipe down the counters with that. Yeah. And she goes, well, how many are left? I've got a bag. Joe, get a condom. Yeah, Joe, get a condom. I think it's really great that they were taking such measures to keep the store. Well, wait till I tell you, because then we popped over. Uh, we popped over to uh, Wegmans, right? No Wegmans. Now, Wegmans has a, has a good system. As soon as you walk in the lobby, there are two hand sanitizer stations mm-hmm. with a sign. Wash your hands before you enter the store, and please take the wipes and wipe down your cart. Yeah. Which we did. Now, a lot of people I noticed were actually came into the store wearing surgical gloves. Mm-hmm. Good. Yes, yes. Lots of people. Some had masks, but a lot of surgical gloves. Then we got into the store, and, you know, we did, did our thing. You know, we got they, – they start limiting things, which was good. So there was a supply of some stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So we got what we needed for the weekend, and uh, we go to the checkout line, and there's another change, a red line with an X behind it. Okay. Okay, so now you wheel your cart up, and there's a sign that says, wait for the cashier to give you instructions. Stay behind the red line. And the person in front of me was already in the aisle, Mm -hmm. you know, unloading their stuff. So what you had to do, and by the way, the, the checkout girl was wearing gloves, surgical gloves. Good for her. So what, well, they all were, yeah. So you stand behind the line with your cart. Then when she was done, it's, she says, okay, I'm going to come out around. Don't move. She sprayed the belt with uh, Lysol. Disinfectant, yeah. Yes. Wiped it down, you know, ran it, wiped it all down. And then she said, now, stay behind the red line. Unload. You could come and unload your things and then push the cart to me. And I'll load the cart, and you stay behind the red line until I tell you. <laughs> wow, that's, that's good. So, so yeah. So then uh, I did that, and then I went back behind the red line. And uh, I gotta say, and people behind me were keeping the six foot distance. They were way behind me. Good. So Very nice. I stood behind the line, and she she checked everything out with her gloves, put everything in my cart, and she said, "You can now approach." <laughs> you know, the credit card. <laughs> machine so i i did what i was told and i put in the credit card and um she was happy i had a credit card because people in front of me had money oh which complicated everything because after they left she had to change gloves yeah but anyway uh so we got out of wegmans and that was i mean what an experience they're not messing around and then I, we had to go we had to go hate, pick go ahead i hate that this i hate I hate the idea that people keep saying this is our new normal. I don't want this to be our new normal. I want this to be normal right now. It will be for a few weeks. I think it's months. Whatever. Whatever. But it'll it'll pass. It'll pass. So anyway, then our last stop was to pick out decking for our new deck. Mm -hmm. And we went to Lowe's. Way to be. And 
with no intention of picking up paper products. Yeah. But lo and behold, they had a case, cases and cases of paper towels. You mean lows and behold. Lows. Lows and behold. (laughs) And it was limit 10 cases. 10? (laughs) 10 cases. Yeah, you did tell us. You told us about this. Yeah. You told us about this on Tuesday. No, it's it's sort of cheapy, you know. Yeah. And it might it might have been, you know, slightly used. I don't know, but it was packaged. Fell, fell <laughs> off <know>. a truck. <laughs> he fell off a truck and they just hauled <laughs> it in. So how but many cases great, could you know? how many cases of those could you swallow, Joe? No, we we took. One. I mean, we, <laughs> yeah. No, that was even for my big mouth. That was. Well, you didn't need a condom. It was wrapped in plastic. Oh, there you go. There you, you go. Know? Yeah, you could shit those well, babies right out. And this is this is one thing that I'm I'm glad about. Uh, and Rain, you mentioned it in the chat room, but um, uh, remember washcloths and kitchen towels and stuff like that. They're all rewashable. Wash those suckers in hot water. Use a little bit of bleach in there if you want. Um, you could you cannot destroy the color in things like that if you just use a small amount of bleach. Uh, you can also use uh, hydrogen peroxide in your wash, mm-hmm. and that will also uh, kill a bunch of germs. Um, or you could soak you you could soak your stuff in a small small amount of like warm water and hydrogen peroxide, and uh, and then trans you know just dump that in your washing machine with soap and you know. And any dog town. owner. Any respectable dog owner has hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, well, yes, we we also talked about yes, that we on went Tuesday. Through, we went through a, that on Tuesday for the whole, yes. uh, you know, uh, the <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, but yeah, so the but yeah, I, I'm glad people are taking those kinds of precautions. But yeah, so all right, well, we got to go to the break. Um, when we come back, Barbara is going to join us, and we're going to talk about uh, one of your friends, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start talking about. Um, Talking about food and trying to be as responsible as possible. And, and, and I've always tried to be pretty responsible about food, but I think I've finally, this has forced me to like really, really, really get serious about it, you know, as to not waste anything. So uh, we're going to go to the break. We'll be right back uh, with Bobber and we'll have a lot more fun here uh, during the Great American Shutdown on Turn Up the Night. Turn up the night with Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. 
Our worst fears might very well be here. Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Mares eat oats and does eat oats and little lambs eat ivy. A kid'll eat ivy too, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, welcome not poison, back. <laughs> not poison ivy. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, goats will do it. Um, <clears throat> Anti-vaxxers will eat poison ivy. Oh, good. Good. Hopefully uh, yeah. Alex Jones people will, too. Um, and, and maggots. Along with his toothpaste. Oh, God. Corona, coronavirus killing toothpaste. <sighs> One thing weird. you never want to do, if you have a lot of poison ivy, don't burn it. Oh God, no! No, that's true. That's true because get it you in can your eyes. That. You can get in your eyes oh, and yeah. your lungs. No, you can. Yeah, because that that actually happened to my stepmother. Yeah, I've heard of people that's happened to as well. Uh, anyway, welcome back, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. I'm not going back to work. I won't go back to work. <laughs> you can't I make refuse. me. No, they can't make me, and uh, I, I'm not doing it. <laughs> And Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Hello, Hiccup. Nobody's nobody's calling me back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to call me back after this bullshit. Oh, so, my God. Um, they will. They will, Ken. And last but not least, uh, it's, hey, everybody, it's it's Bobber uh, from Four Freedoms Blog. Der Braumeister. Hello, Bob. Happy Friday. Apparently, you're also the quesadilla master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. You know, she jokes, but yeah, you take almost any meat, chop it up, throw it in the, in the pan with some chopped onions and some fajita seasoning, warm it up, slap it between t- two tortillas with some cheese, melt it, cut it, boom, quesadilla. Spam. I know. Could you do spam? Yeah. Uh, well, that would that would require us to have leftover spam, and that's not. <laughs> shit i should have looked to see he, if there's spam i have a couple good recipes for it he he makes anything into a quesadilla that's no joke well uh, i any I, meat product well sure. it's not, i don't do fish i've done shrimp but not fish do you do do you bologna and velveta well, uh, again, again, no leftover bologna. So that's that's oh. usually that's usually better on a biscuit, uh, really. The made from scratch fried bologna and Velveeta biscuit, new at Hardee's. Huh. Well, I didn't set that up, did I? <laughs> Not too much. Uh, so, um, so yeah. Uh, well, th- now this is where I, w- I want to talk. Uh, well, first, before we get to that, I want to read something that Susan shared. Uh, some information here. I want everybody and, and listen. Write down this phone number if you think you might need somebody. The if somebody might need this, um, 
uh, in case anybody needs this, United Way has a COVID-19 Community Economic Relief Fund. They will help with bills, rent, and food. You can call 1-866-211-9966 and provide a zip code, and you'll be given a list of local agencies to provide assistance. So again, the phone number to call, 1-866. Don't just write this down for yourself. Write it down for somebody else who might need it. It's 866 866- 211-9966-866-211-9966. This is... uh, Can you make sure that's put up on our stage? Yeah, I will... uh, uh, Let me see. I got to do two. I can't copy and paste because it's it's an image. Well, I'd like to do it now while it's fresh in everybody's heads. So... Uh, but yeah, let me, let me, let me type it here. Um, so here it is. Eight, six, six, two, one, one, nine, nine, six, six. That is, um, United way. I'm just going to put United way. You'll get it. But that's, that's help for, uh, that's their COVID-19 community economic relief fund. Um, Susan also posted an update uh, for that. I can copy and paste this one. I'm just going to put copy her whole quote here and put it in the chat room. Um, she says, if you are not in Indiana, uh, dial 211, just 211, to get your local resources and, and phone number. So that the first one is a hotline. The second one is... Every state but Indiana has 211. So if you dial 211, that will put you in touch with their local offices and they can, um, uh, you know, and again, this isn't just for our listeners. This is for everybody. I'm, I'm sharing it from Susan, yeah. from Susan's page right now. Yeah. Sharing it on my Facebook page because she has it there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to share it. Everybody should share it. Yeah, I should share it in. Uh, can I share it in a group? I can share it in a group. I'll share this in in the turnips page too. So uh, there we go. Yeah, so sharing it in the turnips page as well. But yeah, so there you go. Uh, jot those numbers down: eight six six two one one nine nine six six or two one one locally, except in Indiana. And um, please say when you call. Jenny, Jenny, who can I turn to? <laughs> no, don't say, don't say don't that. Don't say that. And don't tell them you heard on Turn Up Tonight. They'll be like, what? <laughs> uh, don't don't say first-time caller, long-time listener either. Um, so so don't anyway. Say small business owner. Yeah, definitely. And I stumbled across your show. Yeah, I listened to both sides. Uh, hat tip Stephanie <laughs> Miller. The so. side and the stupid side. All right, so so this is this is my mission right now um, for for food conservation. Okay, um, and uh, but before I get to that, uh, something that Dad sent me and uh, not a sponsor, but I he he found this company, and I've seen an ad for it before. And uh, uh, Misfit Market has anybody heard of Misfit Market? I have. Okay, I'm going to share the link to MisfitMarket.com. Basically, they sell ugly produce that grocery stores won't sell and restaurants won't buy. Okay, I think I, I think I sent you that that link, didn't I? Because I made you, the joke that it was you know time to reprise the uh, used foods emporium. Oh, it, it actually, actually, Bob, it was another company that does the same thing. Oh, okay. 
So essentially, Dad got uh, for he said for twenty six bucks after shipping, he got enough pro- produce. And it's coming to him next week. Um, for it's like ten to thirteen pounds of produce for twenty six dollars. Oh wow! That's like you know two dollars or two dollars and sixty cents a pound. You know, depending on how much is in the box. Um, you know, the I look through the stuff that they have. It's all regular stuff. They do have a lot of chard, <laughs> but you know, uh, if you're a is fan it of Swiss, uh, yeah, but they, you know what? They have, a, Swiss they have Swiss and others. You can if it's chard and it's well Swiss chard. You can you can cook that like spinach. Yeah, you can blanch it and it's, freeze it too. It's yes, you can. It's a really really you know it's a little bit more bitey than spinach. Yeah. But it's a good vegetable. You sure it's well, not twenty six pounds of kale? Okay. <laughs> kale because go no, because kale goes for top dollar with all the. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the well, my the, big my big uh, struggle here is people. we eat a lot of fresh produce here, um, and I'm getting down to the tail end of my fresh produce, and and I, I have frozen produce, you know, if need be. But you know, basically, my first goal in to in using up food is i'm really digging our upstairs freezer like in on our fridge that that's like my one of my first goals is to empty that out um and uh not not just because it needs a good wipe down too because a few things you know spilled in there but um (laughs) you know uh because real life Real life. Yeah, because real life. You know, try to free free some juice and it tipped a little and it's like, oh god damn it, I gotta pull everything out. Accidentally let a beer freeze in there. Oops. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> That's alcohol abuse. I know it is. So don't worry. You you'd you'd be okay with the beer that it was. Um so uh <laughs> but uh but yeah, so so my goal is right now is like really I'm using like my my grocery store skills right now in, in, in rotating. I know it's kind of a basic skill that everybody knows, but it, like no, every day, every day I'm looking in the produce and, or looking at our potatoes, which we keep in the pantry. And I'm like, you know, uh, uh, what is going next? Like tonight, we have two different kinds of tomatoes in the fridge. We had a big, like, whole tomato and then, like, little grape tomatoes. And I was like, okay, this tomato is kind of soft. I'm going to chop it up and cook it in with my refried beans and chicken for our burritos. So, <clears throat> and the chicken I had and the peppers I had were from last night when I roasted um, chicken, broccoli, and peppers. And I seasoned it pretty generically. And that's the key to being able to like do you know make two meals out of something like that, especially meat. If you've got like a big package of meat, you know it's got like four servings in it. Um, you know, you know one of those little foam standard size foam containers of meat, and um, you know, and, and you know stretch it out with vegetables and whatever else, bread, whatever. You know, don't eat all just all your all the don't eat all your meat in one night. Um, and and so and and again, you know, it, unless you know, I go like kind of generic seasoning that goes with every kind of cuisine is like salt, pepper, onion powder, garlic powder. You know, if you start throwing dill or oregano or you know the green stuff, be careful what green stuff you're throwing on it. Green herbs because that will make it very specific tasting. I don't like mind marijuana. Yeah, huh. there you go. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I think uh, we, we, we buy the uh, garlic powder and the onion powder in, like, the, in the huge containers like over mm-hmm. the international food section because it's almost the same price as it is in the... Um, McCormick's yeah, for the little, for the little yeah. tiny McCormick bottles, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, I should do that, but we don't. That's the problem. We don't have a ton of counter uh, or not counter space, but cabinet space because I have a vast variety of spices, and I don't know if I could um, fit those bottles. But that's a good that's a good plan though as well. But um, but yeah, so that's a good way to get things to stretch. And another thing too is like I'm going through the freezer and I'm like. Okay, some everybody has this happen. You have something, you throw it in the freezer, and then a couple months later, you're like, "What the hell is this?" You know, <laughs> that sounds really familiar, uh, doesn't it, Bob? So we're finding yeah, we out. One the, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say we one of the things we've done is um, or started doing that we should have done years and years ago is we keep a roll of masking tape in the kitchen. Yep, and label stuff with what it is, and then the date that we put it in there, so that when we pull something out and it's a month old, it's like, yeah, okay, we got to toss this. Or is well, it, if it's only a week old, yeah, we can still eat this. And well, when d- he says, by the way, when he says it's a month old, that means we put it into a plastic, as opposed to we also have a um, vacuum system. Yeah, yeah. We have vacuum you know system. you know those machines where you yeah. Um, so we yeah. have that, and that's we don't use masks. Yeah, we actually use a real marker. I use the uh, the fur system. What oh, okay. Fur system. <laughs> this gets furry. Yeah, if it's furry, <laughs> I put it in there a long time ago. Oh, I thought you would take like you know to market. You'd take some of your dog's fur and like you know just like. <laughs> you mean? But you mean? I'll eat stuff. I'll eat. I'll eat stuff that's months old out of the freezer. I'm not afraid of e- eating stuff oh, as, lo- as yeah. long as it's not freezer burned. Because our deep freeze yeah. do- doesn't freezer burn stuff. It just keeps it frozen. Um, but no, like you know, I I found you know we got some chicken wings and stuff like that that I cooked a while ago, and it's like you know we're just gonna make you know just let's boil those, make some bone broth or something, you know, um, and then freeze that, you know. We just used up. Actually, we just used up the last of our clam bake broth because uh, Susan oh, wow. drinks a lot of broth, and that stuff is delicious. By the way, the clam and chicken broth with all the veggies. Ta- oh God, it's so good. Um, it, but yeah, you know. So so that's basically the thing. Is like you really gotta. And, and I'm trying to. Obviously, our fridge is not going to be as full as it typically is because everything's getting frozen. Because I'm not going to take a chance of buying a pack of chicken and it gets shoved to the back. And I'm like, God damn it, it expired two days ago, you know? Um, and uh, so every last bit of meat I bought the other day, I froze. Um, and, and I'm, you know, strategically trying to map out the meals. Like tonight, tonight, you know, to just to tell everybody, you know, again, I roasted, we had roasted broccoli and chicken for dinner last night. And then, you know, half that chicken went into, I, Took a can of refried beans, put that in a, a skillet, mixed in the chicken, some tomatoes, some seasonings, uh, put in, you know, I had like part of a jar of taco sauce that I, I just emptied in there, added a little water at the end of the taco sauce too, shook it up, dumped that in because they needed more moisture. Um, you know, and, and little things like that. Um, uh, you know, uh, I forget what else I throw. I, I never, I can never remember what I throw in things like that. But, and then, you know, we had some potatoes that were on the verge 
So I was like, okay, I'm going to make Fiesta potatoes. So I roasted the Fiesta potatoes. So we had burritos with Fiesta potatoes, you know, because I have a bunch of bunch of really good um, Mexican seasonings. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so uh, we had burritos with a side of potatoes. Uh, pretty good. So um, I have a question. Yeah. Refried beans. Yeah. If you take them out of the can mm-hmm. and you fry them again. Okay, no. That's re refried beans. Are they tri fried? Are they tri fried? Sure, tri fried, triple fried. You don't, you don't, you don't refry the refried beans. You know are, this. Are they are they refried? Oh, they're just cooked. They're warmed up. Yeah. Why do but they it, call them refried? I don't know. Okay. It's really just. It's, it's just. Well, <laughs> I, I, I just want. They probably call them something different in Spanish. You know. It's probably a bad translation from Spanish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lost in translation. Um, but 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 yeah. So that's so that's I what I did. I love you, Joe. I'm teasing you. So so that's it's what okay. I did to to use up old old produce and leftover chicken and stuff like that. And then just you know keep doing that. Try and like take something you know because those potatoes that I have left over, I could do something completely different with those tomorrow. Yeah, they're a little kind of Mexican seasoning, but you know. But it, they're potatoes, and they soak up the flavor. And you could use, you know, I they could you could make you could make eggs tomorrow and have the e- potatoes with the eggs, right? So, <clears throat> you know, just th- you know, try and think creatively about how to use stuff up in in a linear fashion. If you're, you know, cooking and not you know eating like um, just a prepackaged or frozen meal or whatever which i i endorse that too dad actually has gotten again he got some pretty good stuff from schwann's um they it's another delivery service so but yeah i highly recommend if anybody wants to keep healthy through this um try if 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 you don't have misfit markets or if you don't you know if you want to use a different company whatever i i just think that that's a hell of a value if you eat a lot of produce like we do and I like the idea of it being a mystery box to get kind of a challenge, you know. Well, those try- are like um, CSAs, right? Community. What? Okay, CSA is where you get you get like either weekly or monthly deliveries from local farmers markets. But uh-huh. you know, the, the misfit market that you're talking about is yeah. basically ugly, ugly yeah. produce. Yeah, that's that's what it is. I kind of like the idea. I kind of like the idea that you're they they send you stuff that you might not normally buy and it sort of forces you to try it and try exactly cooking. exactly because yeah. because when we go yeah. the when we go to the grocery store we tend to buy like the same four or five things you know and it would be kind yeah. of interesting to be forced to step outside their comfort zone yeah and, and just remember there's a lot of really good cheap meals you can make too with like a head of cabbage. I mean, cabbage goes with just about any kind of meat, really. Uh, if you cook it down, mix it with noodles, butter, noodles, and cabbage. You know, that's a that's cabbage a satisfying. Is delicious. Meal. Yeah, I love it. Um, you know, I like doing chicken and cabbage instead of like pork chops and cabbage. Um, uh, you know, just you know, just get some whatever your favorite kind of chicken is. Chop it up. Uh, cook the cabbage down about halfway and then add the chicken and then cook the chicken the rest of the way and there you go it's a delicious meal you know put some butter and put some beer in there if you want to get a little bit more moisture to get it going or some chicken stock or something like that but yeah um yeah just just you know 
I've always tried to be this way, but I'm really trying to grind down on emptying that freezer and like just like whatever I have to do. I, I mean, I felt bad. I had some ice cream that had been in there for a while that just got really grody. So well, I, you know, it's it's funny that you say that because Bob and I literally we we went and did our. I went I went to Costco on Monday, um, to um, then I went to Aldi. I did the big shop, mm-hmm. you know. So the only thing that we have to go out and get now is when we need it, milk or just the essential. Yeah. And I came, I, and I, I probably said this on Tuesday, I felt really ugly and um, gluttony. Glutton. I felt gluttonous because mm-hmm. I spent so much money. We did too. But yeah. I, I yeah. just felt like, you know... I don't know what's going to happen in two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. I know they're keeping all the stores open, but I, I don't. I, I hope I'm speaking on behalf of everybody, but I don't know what's going to happen. So, uh, came home, brought all the food, I looked at Bob, and I was like, "Yeah, I did this." And um, that afternoon, he and I cleaned out our freezers, mm-hmm. and we have we have a number of freezers. We have the one that's in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And we have a, you know, um, what is it called, Bob? The other freezer, the chest freezer. Thank you. We have the chest. <laughs> sorry, we have the chest freezer, and so we went through it all. And he and I have a habit of um, saving leftovers. Yeah, and it was something I think that was instilled in us by our parents. Mm-hmm. So you know, we save the leftovers, but we don't always get to them. Yeah. Well, fortunately, and- fortunately for me, Susan loves my cooking. She loves leftovers. I'm not a big fan of certain kinds of leftovers, but I'm not letting that affect anything for me this the next, you know, over well, this. Some of our leftovers were over a year old. Yeah. Like... The, it, like you were talking about... Yeah, I got chili. That I got the- some chili in the, in the freezer, and I'm like, oh, fuck, what is this? Yeah, some of that <laughs> stuff, it was just... So we cleared things out. Mm-hmm. And that's, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's necessarily wasteful. It was just, yeah. we have to clear things out. We have to get fresh food. And and the chest freezer and our freezer in, in, in our upstairs, they freeze hard. Yeah. As opposed to kind of like the, you know. The, yeah, the wimpy. Yeah. My old yeah, refrigerator, I, my old refrigerator was a piece of shit. And, you yeah. know, you know, never had I mean, to worry like about the, breaking a spoon on the ice cream. I could so. <laughs> I could crack somebody's head with a stick of butter yeah. in both of our freezers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we cleaned we cleaned all that out, and we we I, honest to God, I made a list of everything we have. Yeah. Another is the new yeah. normal. Another another little tip. This might if if you need room in your freezer, if you don't have a freezer chest, and let's say you have a box of something, and inside that box of something there is a bag, take off the cooking instructions yeah. and cut and cut that, and then tape it on the outside of the bag, and you'll make yourself a bunch more room. Um, like frozen pizzas are a great one, you know, because I had the I have the 16 inch frozen pizza in the in the freezer chest, and in the box it wouldn't go, it wouldn't lay flat. So I was like, oh well, fuck this, I'm just gonna you know cut the cooking instructions out and put it on top of the pizza, and you know there it is, recycle the cardboard. Um, 
but yeah, a lot of products, uh, I know like a lot of frozen fish, if you buy like, you know, uh, or, or, um, trying to think of things that come in bags and pierogies are like right straight in the box, you know, but, uh, fortunately, you can go, you, you know what? Mrs. T's sell pierogies in like 40 pack in a plastic bag. Oh, I should. I haven't seen one of those. That's probably at Costco. I should probably. No, I no. actually got it at Giant. Oh, okay. Well, which I think is Giant Eagle out by you. No, they're different. They're not related. I don't or, think. Because I know up. At, okay, Giant is equal to Stop and Shop up in New York. Yeah. So, but yeah. But yeah. But yeah, so so that, that I don't know. I'm sorry, I kind of steamrolled with that whole thing because I, I kind of get excited about this trying to use things, and it's like, and that's but that's what that's my goal right now is like, I took things and there's things like, I have rules for my upstairs freezer. So if you're lucky enough, like you know, like uh, you know, Rain and Bob or me and Susan, I have a rule for the upstairs freezer is I won't put things in there that are have been unopened because there's a lot of things we buy like. Mrs. T's pierogies. It's like, I'll go down to the basement, get the full box of pierogies. I'll make six pierogies. We have that with our meal. And then I save the other six for another meal, you know? And I will, um, I will so, say this before we go to the break. Mrs. T's pierogies. So if you eat, you know, just a couple. Mm -hmm. Now, now for people, if you can afford it, now's a good time to get a vacuum. Yeah, sure. Because Bob and I use ours like. Right, Bob? Yeah, buy in bulk and vacuum seal it. It doesn't get, get freezer burned that way. Yeah, true. So, uh, but anyway, um, Joe, how about you? Do you guys have uh, just one freezer? Or do you have a, a big freezer too? Uh, we have uh, the refrigerator freezer, but it's big. Yeah. It's a big refrigerator. Yeah. We have a little like dorm-like refrigerator downstairs with a tiny freezer. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good enough for us. Yeah. That's cool. That's good. You know what? If they run out of food at the stores, I'll just die. I don't give a shit. Oh, oh okay. Joe. <laughs> well, that's... Uh, that's dark. <laughs> that's... Man, that's dark. <laughs> that's dark. But it's like, you know, but you know, the old, the old me before this, the old me from five days ago would have been like, screw it. I know there's leftovers upstairs, but I'm just going to go down in the freezer and grab, you know, this pack of meat and make something different tonight. Now I'm like, okay, we have leftovers. I made a great pot of chili uh, the other day, guys. Oh, it's so good. I made it on Tuesday after the show, did it overnight, put some eye of round steaks in it, and then finished off with hamburger. I actually oh, gave man. some to the contractors um, on, on Wednesday. Um, and uh they were like 10 out of 10 and i was like all right but yeah so now we have we have you know uh we, we basically i ate chili that entire day huh. yeah i you Kenny, know what are you eating more now that you're at home no i'm actually i'm actually eating kind of a small meal in the morning and then a reasonable dinner and that's it i'm okay. i'm a, i'm actually i'm actually not I might have a snack. I might have like some Doritos or something like that, you know, or like a nutty bar or something, but mm -hmm. I'm just doing like a small meal. Like I made a breakfast casserole for us the other day uh, with, I, I had again, something in the freezer. I had these hash browns that had been sitting in there for a couple months and I took them out. They did look a little freezer burn, but I rinsed them really good. 
and then fried them up and then i put them in a casserole pan put egg on top of that some some breakfast sausage some cheese threw that in the oven and now we have breakfast for like a week um that's nice so uh so yeah and then you know and i've got my leftover chili now so we got chili dogs probably tomorrow we'll have chili dogs tomorrow you know and, and the hot dogs are in the freezer and i'll do that and there's just enough that it'll it'll make for a nice you know two three chili dogs a piece um because i can eat some chili dogs maybe four for me uh so <laughs> but yeah that's that's pretty much what i'm doing just one meal uh, in the morning and then a reasonable meal at night and you know some beer uh <laughs> <laughs> um but you yeah you didn't drink the frozen beer um oh i did uh, I tried to you actually. Did? Oh, oh I, my god! I let it, I let it thaw, I let it thaw out, and it was like, I let it thaw out, and I was like, oh shit! Everything that came out in the freezer was the alcohol. It tastes like, it tastes like water with a smack of beer, you know. Oh my so, god! I'm just joking. <laughs> to be honest, crap. that's how it normally tastes. <laughs> well, man. All right, for a, for a refined palate like yours. So anyway, Popsicle we got cold beer. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh. Yeah, refined palate. Uh, anyway, we got to go to the break. Tried, I do. Oh my god, that's my brother. There you go. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, cheap frozen beer. That's so good. Uh huh. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, break time. Green news report coming up. Oh, let me let me uh, load that in the cart. There we go. Uh, yeah, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com It's Thursday, March 19, 2020. There is physically nowhere to put it and no one to consume it. Crashing oil prices have ominous implications for oil companies and oil-producing nations. Melting ice caps put sea level rise on track for scientists' worst-case scenario. Plus, more perverse silver linings as COVID-19 shutdown reduces water pollution. All of that perversity and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I don't know how you guys are feeling tonight, but I am staying positive not, not testing positive, just staying positive. <laughs> this is your Green News Report. Staying positive, I believe that the bottle of Purell is half full. Okay, Desi Doyen, I don't know how you do it. You take something as terrible and horrible and awful as the coronavirus... And find that silver lining somehow. Indeed. We have been reporting how these coronavirus shutdowns around the world have had unintended benefits in cleaning up the air. Well, here's a new one. As Italy's nationwide lockdown enters its second week due to the coronavirus pandemic, Reuters reports that the water in the famous canals of Venice is now crystal clear, <laughs> with fish clearly visible, and even a dolphin was photographed swimming in a canal what? for the first time in 60 years. Now, why is the water clear in the Venice canals? Because there are no boats to stir up sediment and leave pollution, and there aren't any 
tourists leaving pollution either. So if we just got rid of all the humans, the planet would be fine. <laughs> well, yes. And that is kind of what scientists are suggesting. That we get rid of humans? No, no, no. They say that the crisis is offering us lessons for how society can address climate change, but that's only if we choose to pay attention to them. So if we actually all take action all at once, we can actually accomplish something in a relatively short period of time. Yes. Well, I guess it takes a deadly virus and a global pandemic to force us to do that. Around the world, governments are grappling with how to stem the economic fallout from the coronavirus shutdowns. The head of the International Energy Agency, Fatih Birol, this week called on heads of state and international financial institutions to utilize the crisis as an opportunity to take action on climate change by building sustainability into their recovery plans as a requirement to receive assistance. Well, there's an idea and another potential silver lining. Barol told Climate News, quote, this is an historic opportunity for the world to, on one hand, create packages to recover the economy, but on the other hand, to reduce dirty investments and accelerate the energy transition. I like that idea. Here in the U.S., the Trump White House has asked Congress for a $1 trillion coronavirus relief and economic stimulus plan that includes industry-specific bailouts, including a $50 billion bailout for the airline industry. Because air travel is an increasingly important contributor to global warming, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island has proposed requiring any aid to airlines come with conditions requiring them to cut their greenhouse gas emissions over time. I like that, too. Whitehouse said in a statement, quote, if we give the airline and cruise industries assistance without requiring them to be better environmental stewards, we would miss a major opportunity to combat climate change and ocean dumping. Yeah, we don't have to just give them free money like we've done before. We can attach a few strings. Thank you. Oil giant ExxonMobil on Wednesday announced it will, quote, enact significant spending cuts due to the plunge in oil prices caused by the coronavirus pandemic, crushing demand for its product. So spending cuts like they'll stop their stock buybacks with all of that tax cut money we gave them? And potentially reducing exploration. Industry analysts called it a stunning reversal for the largest U.S. oil producer. Exxon's stock is now at a 17-year low. On CNBC, former oil CEO David Ramsden Wood warned that the debt-ridden drilling industry, which had already created an oversupply before the pandemic, must now pull back production immediately. If we don't shut in, storage gets full Oil goes to zero and then producers shut in. There's no other mathematical way because there is physically nowhere to put it and no one to consume it. The collapse in global oil prices affects more than just the oil industry. The International Energy Agency this week warned of a potentially ominous consequence with very serious repercussions for nations that get the majority of their revenue from oil sales, warning that they could see their national incomes crater between 50 to 85 percent this year alone. Mm. The loss of operating revenue has very troubling implications that the IEA cautioned is likely to have major social and economic consequences, particularly for nations in the volatile Middle East. Finally, looming behind all of this is still the climate crisis. New satellite data finds that the Greenland and Antarctic ice sheets are losing ice six times faster than they were in the 1990s. And if the current melting trend continues, NASA says the world will be on track to match the worst case scenario for sea level rise projected by the United Nations. 
I like that silver lining stuff you had at the beginning better. Mm-hmm. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Thanks for the dime. Soon the pain will be gone. Cause every cloud has a seven line. Hey! This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 horn. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Fuck off! It's such a lovely pair of words. And it's international. I don't care where you are. If somebody's fucking with your bags at Lassai Airport in Tibet, and he's got a shaven head and, and saffron clothes on, and you say, hey, fuck off, he knows exactly what you mean. Exact, he will fuck off. Off he will fuck. Fuck off doesn't mean go away. Fuck off means fuck off. And everybody feels what it means. Nobody can write it down. There is no <laughs> English equivalent for fuck off. Because it is English, fuck off. You know? And English expressions don't have English equivalents. They fucking are. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like it was the right time for Bill, Billy Connolly's explanation of fuck off. Uh, <laughs> mostly for the Trump administration. Uh, but anyway, welcome back to the program. We have a very special birthday boner uh, tonight. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell everybody when we get to that portion. Uh, but yeah, so welcome back to uh, Der Braumeister and uh, also um, Senor, um, Senor Quesadilla, Bobber from For Freedom's <laughs> blog. <laughs> Um, or, uh, yes, uh, ombre, ombre quesadilla, uh, <laughs> uh bad ombre, bad yeah. ombre quesadilla, uh, ombre de quesadilla. Oh, there you go. Uh, and, uh, of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, uh, the first known instance of a, uh, <laughs> Of a Purell trafficker slash mule. <laughs> yeah, you're just jealous you didn't think of that. Oh, I'll tell you what, you would be fucked up if one of those broke in your stomach, boy. <laughs> fucked up. Oh. Fucked up. Or up fucked his up. penis. Up his uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People do like I would those. have a very clean, clean colon. Be like giving yourself oh, one wow. of those vod- vodka enemas. So, oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> don't ever do that, anyone ever. You will die. No, no, no. You so, would never. I would never do that. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> you think you're? Oh, sure. Joe thinks his shit is Purell. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Uh, and guess what? Purell kind of. Oh, damn it! I meant this. Purell, Purell is a, a drama thing, though. Yeah, because uh, oh, yeah. Purell is the new gold. 
Glenn Beck is selling PRL instead of gold coins now. No, he's not. No. Um, and uh, last but certainly not least, Rain for Freedom's blog. Our girl Friday. Uh, do you have anything Hi. to say before we got to name calling? Huh? Did you have anything you wanted to say before we got to name calling? Um. Or so save it. I had a really bad day the other day, Wednesday. Okay. Found out one of my very dear friends who had been fighting a years long back um, mm -hmm. passed away. And when I say my, it, she was Bob's friend too. She yeah. annoyed us. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So Linda passed away. She listened to the show every now and then. Less so over the past few years because. She was your neighbor at the old house, right? Yeah, she was my neighbor at the old house. Um, I met her. <clears throat> shortly after we moved into the old place it was so we moved in um please just give me some a moment um so we moved in i think it was what was it like thanks november it was november 2009 yeah yeah and um we didn't know anybody we didn't know the neighborhood we didn't know anything um but evidently in our old neighborhood uh, right before Christmas, they had, I can't remember the name of it, so help me out again, Bob, because I'm getting ready the to luminarius? cry. They had the Luminaria. Where, so the Boy Scouts would come out and they would put out um, white paper bags with a little bit of sand and a candle. And whoever was in charge of the block, block captains, well, usually it would be just the neighbors would help light them light the candles yeah and so all these things found them we found you know we saw this happening and it was, what's going on and it was it was during snowmageddon for anybody who remembers 2009 dc yeah. got slammed with snow and i saw this woman actually it was it was linda and her wife but uh they were out there lighting the lighting these things and so you know i came out and said what are you doing can you use some help and we became instant friends. Linda and her wife. Wife Nikki passed away about four or five years after. Linda Linda stuck on to us like a koala bear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I I don't I know that sounds kind of cold, but it's it's a really good thing. Um, I don't think it sounds cold. Koala bears are awesome. Know, they were my favorite animal when I was a kid. <laughs> um, Linda leaned on me and and all of her extended family but on our block linda she came over crying all the time i mean it was it was hard i want to make this really clear it was hard it was one of those things where um i was not used to somebody who i only known for a few years to uh rely on me just get her through one day at a time and then she then she had a hip replacement like she physically fell apart after her wife died I, yeah. bob tell me if i'm wrong about this no i was i was taking her to the doctor probably once a week you know because i was working from home so it's not you know, uncommon for surprised. something like that to happen but we fought and then we got back together and just 
got the cancer, and she finally the cancer. She got finally, the cancer. Finally, sold her house and moved closer to her family about three years ago mm-hmm. because she knew she couldn't do this. So her family lives in D.C. and just on, on the other side of D.C. in the Maryland area. And so she sold, and I'm, I was so happy she did. Yeah. We stayed in touch. We stayed in touch, and she would call me, like, it could be once a month, it could be once a week. Um, She was my friend. She was a really good friend of mine. Um, And so the day after St. Patrick's Day, her body gave up. And I got the, you know, I, she called me about, I think, week and a half before I, you know, she called me in the beginning of March and I did not return the call because life happened. But then I noticed that she went dark on Facebook and um, Wednesday I called her and she didn't, I, I called her once before that, by the way. But Wednesday, I called her, and she didn't pick up the phone, and I just had a bad, bad, well, the cancer was inoperable, so I knew this was going to happen, and uh, I posted on her page that I loved her, and about five minutes later, her sister called me and told me that she had um, gone home that morning. I'm so so sorry. It's, you know... Thank you for letting me say that. Sometimes we have friends that annoy the fuck out of us. And Linda didn't always do that. Linda mm-hmm. was an amazing cook. Yeah. She just, I mean, there were times when she would just cook a meal, even after Nikki died, just to share with the neighbors on sick. And, and she um, and she she would sometimes uh, make breakfast for the fire department. She'd ca- have the fire oh, department yeah. come over and feed them breakfast. She would cook breakfast for the for the um, sanitation worker. Wow. I mean, she was one of those people who really believed in community. Thank you for bringing that up, babe. Because she did. She she believed in a community. Like when she moved into our old neighborhood, it was Section Eight crack. Her and Nikki bought that house, and they worked their ass off to make our neighborhood really good. And and <clears throat> I've always believed in being a good neighbor. Belinda helped. She helped show me how to put it into action. Does that make sense, Bob? Am I being too? No, I, no. She was she was somebody that was. Uh... Of uh, she was determined and um, outspoken and didn't give a shit. But you know, she <laughs> just she just do what she thought what she thought was the right thing to do. She wasn't the Fuck. the woman who had the the baby monkey. Yes, she was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She was the woman who had the baby monkey. She had Coco. <laughs> All right. She never it's like a baby orangutan. A baby orangutan. orangutan. It a, yes, it was a baby orangutan, and she never ever let us. At least me. Never let me forget that we ball gagged that motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> uh, we put a cigarette in, in its fingers. <laughs> there was a butt plug. Oh no, no. Post- yeah, 
Well, actually, it wasn't really a butt plug. It yeah. was one of the dog's toys. It just looked like one. It Did it have like a butthole? No. Oh, no. okay. Yeah, <laughs> was, I mean, it was that anatomically <laughs> correct. I was like, okay, I just wanted to make sure. But, oh, God. But, um, yeah. Did no, it have working no, intestines? What? I will. Uh, so. I, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to do it tonight. I will repost a picture of what we did to Coco tomorrow. Okay. Okay. She acted like she was pissed off. <laughs> she wasn't that pissed off. Yeah. I was like, Linda, you got drunk and left Coco at the house. What do you think was going to happen? And that was actually at one of our parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember uh, Livin was there. Yes, I've got pictures of Livin with, well. Speaking of Livin. Livin, Livin wasn't with Coco after it was molested. But, um, yeah. Well, so, I, yeah. Thank you for letting me say this. I, um. It's important. You gotta you gotta talk about these things when you when you experience loss. You know that's what keeps us human. You know it's one of those things where I knew it was going to happen, but um, even the last time I talked to her, she was like, "I'm fine, I'm fine." I just felt like you're not fine, and so, so she's gone. She, she was um, doing that to spare your feelings. I she was doing that to spare everybody's. Yeah. Her sisters. I mean, I've been in touch with her family. Mm -hmm. They've called me. Um, I am going to miss Linda calling me saying, what the fuck is that goddamn white supremacist saying now? <laughs> uh, and and one of the fun, one of the fun, I mean, there was a lot of things. We could talk about anything, but she would call me to say, you are the only one I can just rail against because... You know, she just had to get. I, Linda was a queen. She was a pain in the ass. Um, she did love the show when she listened to it. Good. And um, I, I, Bob and I lost a friend this. Well, I'm truly sorry to hear that. So, um, but did I, do, uh, did I do that right, babe? Yeah. You did. That was awesome. That was awesome. Um. But um, we, we do have to get to name-calling uh, here. We're short on time, and we have a very special birthday uh, boner as well. So we're not going to be able to right, award I'll people any items tonight, um, except uh, except hugs and, and, you know, kind words. Uh, everybody gets a hug. Everybody gets a hug. Uh, from six feet away. From, yes. yes. Social distancing. So, <laughs> yeah, they wanted to, the contractors wanted to shake my hand today, and I gave them the elbow tap. So... <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, all right, I'll get through. I'll get through this quick. So, all right, let's. Uh, we'll. We'll. Uh, since we're short on time, uh, we'll just uh, go straight to the biscuits. How about that? All let's. right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, there we go. Um. So we have Adam Hebert. Hug. We have Barbara in DC. Hug. We have Clinster. Hug. We have Firefox or Hug. Foxfire. Hi, Oops. Foxfire. No, long time no see. Thanks for coming back. Um, we have Grimmy Lee. Hug. We have Heather. Hug. We have Pat. Hug. We have you, Ken. Uh, um, we have I Ken can Senior. Hug. I can I'm uh, myself. I'm the only person I can hug. Hi, Dad. Oh, you can, you can do a lot of stuff with hug. yourself. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. Um, uh, Joe Marnus. Hug. Still here. Me. We have Meow Goodness. Hug. 
Um, we have Michelle in South Florida, and I hope everything goes well with Miles. Huggles. Um, Huggles for her. Hug for Miles. Um, we have Moon Mare. Hug. We have President. Hug. We have, we have myself. Hug. We have Sandy and Durwood. Hug. We have Scooter Cans. Hug. Theo. Hug. Tim Cornell. Hug. And of course, Trojan. Trojan Rabbit. And, um, yeah. I'll give you five seconds of Brave Sir Robin. Bravely bold Sir Robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. Oh, Brave Sir Robin. There's five seconds. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, listening, but not in the chat because apparently Chat Tango is on lockdown uh, in in the hospital. But uh, living in Long Island, his birthday's tomorrow. So he sent me a message on Facebook. I don't know if there's any other birthdays, but we'll, let's make this one special for uh, for a living. Yes. So uh, happy birthday! This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. Welcome to my and penis, 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 penis. Don't say penis, 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 Yes, and if he's listening, I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post the pictures of him and Coco. Oh, I I will say this. I will say this. Uh, he is in very good spirits. I had a nice conversation with him last weekend. So uh, on Facebook. So um, you know, talking about lunch and shit. So uh, <laughs> if you're friends with uh, Livin uh, on on Facebook, just drop him a little line. Drop him a little line in line in Messenger. And can Can I out him? Because. People might not know that he's got a real name besides Livin. Yeah, we can we say he's Stephen. You know, we won't say his last Steven name. Stephen Knowles. Well, okay. Oops. you. <laughs> he's probably okay with that. Um, yeah, but, it's but yeah, yeah. Uh, he's friends with me. He's friends with Ken, Joe, Bob. Yeah, he's friends with a lot of us. So. And he's also on... Sorry. Sorry, Liv. I think he's probably okay with it. So, uh, we'll find out. He might see, send me a message on Facebook and live in if you're listening and I'll, I'll read it. Well, he could, he could use all the love he can get because yeah. honestly, he doesn't, he doesn't have a lot of family. We are yeah. his family. Well, and, and not only that, live in if you want, I mean, we should make a back channel for him, uh, since he can't use the, 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 what we should be doing is if live in, if you want me to read any comments, Leave comments on the latest turnips post when I post for tonight's show or Tuesday's show or whatever. 
Um, just leave comments over there and I'll, I'll try and check it, uh, try and remember to check it. You know, we'll all maybe make an effort to pop over there and see if he's, if he's sounding off. Um, but, uh, but yeah, happy birthday living. Uh, and, and thank you for sharing, uh, your story about your, your friendship and your loss rain. Cause you know, it means a lot uh, to me that, you know, you trust us all to, um, you know, share that. And, and again, that's absolutely what keeps us human. That's what separates us from, uh, the sick bastards out there who are looking to make a buck off of people's misery instead of actually having empathy and compassion for others. So, um, but yeah, it is time for break. When we come back, uh, I think we need to talk about this invitational thing because we oh. have some, we have some suggestions <laughs> for the invitational from Caitlin, Chris via email. I'll have to look those up. Uh, so, and, and I want everybody find, start picking some, some Z list, uh, geo peers that didn't go into uh, our last uh, list. And I can remind people, I have the list here, the old list. So if somebody repeats something, because we, we gotta have our, what, what's it called? The Invitational, the the March Madness Invitational? Yeah, yeah the National Invitational Tournament. National so Invi people who are on yeah. the old list cannot be on the new list. No, no, okay, they can't. So, and then Joe, wh what do we need? What's the official number of, of ones that we'll need for a March Madness style bracket so we don't overdo it like last time. Oh, well, you would need <clears throat> to start with anything that's a multiple of eight. How, how many you want to we'll start? We'll do 16. Eight. We'll do 16. Okay, so you start with 16 and you're good. Okay. Then down there to eight, go. then down four, then down two. There we go. That's your final. All right. All right. So I think that that's All right, should... so 16. 16 and so we'll have our be on the original list yeah and uh, that's okay I'll, I'll i'll correct people so yeah, yeah so um uh, i'll correct them <laughs> so <laughs> but uh but anyway all right let's go ahead and go to the break and when we come back uh yeah we'll, we'll start with the march into madness the national invitational tournament sports sports yeah <laughs> All right, we're going to go to break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night. Uh, more March into Madness after... Oh, boy. What promo do I want to play? Let me play one that I haven't done in a while there. Turn Up the Night with Kenny. Pick. Bring it on. Everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now, on with the show. That's so good. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, 
is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! All right, welcome back to Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, radio for humans. Just so everybody knows, I really didn't mention it tonight, but the contractors were here again today. They'll be back tomorrow, and I think the sunroom will officially be done tomorrow because all they have to do now is uh, install the flooring, the trim. They're going to prime the walls uh, on the inside, put on a gutter, put on the steps. Uh, the steps, I don't think are going to take any time at all for them to put in. I mean how they anchor them to the ground and everything. I think it'd be the longest process, but they already have like the frames for the stairs out there in the lumber. And they, you know, he leaves his like big portable saw in my garage. Uh, so that's, I don't think that's going to take, I think in eight hour day, they can have all that stuff done. They got to put the gutter on and put an outside light on it. Um, that we had, I bought the wrong kind of light. I thought it was a solar powered light. I don't know why it's a motion sensor light. Um, it's an LED motion sensor light, which, so if anybody walks b back there, uh, by our garage and that it's like, they're going to get blasted both ways with the, two, the light from the garage and the light from the, the, um, sliding glass door. Uh, so it's you, like, you, you know, you need to get, you need to get something that says danger, 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 <laughs> yeah. uh, danger, danger. <laughs> Danger. Uh, Jay Step away. Jay Step Suckalo. away from the garage. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, well, I can, you know, use the Sarah Palin warning bell. Um, oh, God. Yeah. You know, that that would scare off any intruder, oh, wouldn't geez. it? Oh, yeah. jeez. I like big butts and I cannot lie. The warning bell. The warning bell. The warning bell. The warning bell. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm looking to see if I have the RoboCop one. Uh, <laughs> that would be great. Um, but yeah, so, so basically, uh, or you know what would actually be a, a really good uh, audio clip to play? Um, yeah, I, c I could rig that up. Uh, the, um, Dokes from Dexter. Um, Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, so... <laughs> so anyway, well, uh, but yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, the room should be done and we can start putting our furniture in it. Unfortunately, I think we're going to have to furnish it before we paint it because I don't think I'm going to chance going out. There's not going to be that much furniture in it and the wall space isn't that enormous that we can't, we won't be able to just shift things around, you know, to paint. Okay. Um, so, um, and, uh, so yeah, we're just gonna, I think we're just gonna leave it primed white for a while until, you know, I can actually go in and spend some time looking at paints, you know, uh, or, or maybe we'll order it online. I don't know. Uh, I'll have to see. Uh, Susan likes bear paint, so I'll have to see what Amazon has in stock. Um, I think the online color isn't, isn't things bear should work okay. like the, um, isn't Bear the uh, Home Depot? Yes, it is. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. well, uh, Bear's Home Depot. Their, we don't want that. I think that's their house brand. So, okay. We might not use that. Because we use that. 
Well, yes. I don't like what, Home what, Depot. What, what do you have against? What's wrong with Home Depot? The founder donated a shitload of money to Trump. That's why I like Lowe's. Oh, no. Yeah. He, well, he, one one he, of the two founders. Yeah. He, and he hasn't been with Home Depot for over fifteen no. years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So. He, yeah. So just no. Home Depot's fine. Okay. It was he retired a long time ago. The other founder is Arthur Blank, who's an awesome dude. Oh, okay. This I did not know. So sorry. Okay. Need knee jerk oh, reaction. So clearing things yeah. up. Yep. Surprise, motherfucker. Yep, and up, and, <laughs> up until about a, about a year and a half, half, maybe two years ago, the head of Lowe's was a horrible Trump supporter. Yeah. Oh, now I didn't. Holy crap! I didn't know this. See? So see, but he, but also, he's no, he's no longer with Lowe's. So Lowe's is is back on the. So Lowe's right. is okay. Also, Lowe's my brother-in-law okay. works for Home Depot. Okay. And have excellent benefits. They really do take care of their employees. Well, good. So, and and they were the, one of the first companies to offer same-sex uh, benefits, the same-sex mm. partner benefits before it was, you know, common. This I also did not know. Look at you guys doing yeah. your research and me just, yes, you know, do. flying by the seat of my pants. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> well, unless it's a magic, unless just the seat of your pants is a magic rug, you know, that's never a good idea. No, no. Uh, you know, unless you're, you know, uh, pro <laughs> propelled by uh, fast food sharts. Uh, anyway, welcome back. Um, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Thank you. Jo uh, Bob yeah. from uh, Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to you, Der Baumeister. Howdy, howdy. And Joe Santorce of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on the Tim Coromall Show. Welcome back. Hi. How you doing? Good. Good. Um, Good. Uh, oh, let, let, oh, man, where's the... Uh, I haven't played this in a while. I think I'm going to... Oh, do I have it? So... Oh, uh, oh, hold on. Nope. Yeah, there we go. I have it. Uh, I, I, I keep meaning to use this for when we have uh, listener mail, so... I'm going to sit right down and write... Kenny Pick. A letter. There you go. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, Caitlin, Chris, again, uh, our, our regular, um, emailer and, uh, she says, so I'm going to read her whole email and then we'll segue into March into madness, the national invitational. All right. She says, I want to reassure anyone, everyone that the only thing I use those types of alcohol for is cleaning because we were talking about all the different kinds of alcohol and then I kept playing this every time. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ever, ever clear. Um, okay. She she says she also says the Asian flush is no myth. My mom gets that if she drinks anything stronger than PBR. The fumes of most oh. alcoholic beverages give me a headache, so I don't bother. I actually had a friend, uh, uh, Rochelle, and her parents were Filipino uh, immigrants, and um, she. She would get that. She would get the Asian flush, is what she's referring to. I really didn't even know. I just thought she I, in particular had an. Uh, I never. I never knew it was called that. That's really funny because I had um, <clears throat> somebody I knew way back in 1985 in college who said that, and she was Asian. Yeah. So and it's, I just thought I. I never even thought about it, but I just remember she said, "I can't drink because I get this. My I get flushed. Wow." So yeah, um, so she said, but she said, Caitlin Chris says it's a real thing. So, 
All right, so she has some candidates for March into Madness uh, national invitational tournaments. <laughs> she put March into Madness <laughs> NIT. She was that specific. Um, so she has some good ones here. Um, she has uh, uh, Steve King. I say Steve King goes on the list oh. uh, because mm-hmm. he's an. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm in. This is like the race. Yeah, the super racist edition. Um, yeah, I'm in for Steve King. Yeah. Okay, so you're down with Steve King. All right, what do you guys think about Laura Ingraham? Oh yeah. Okay. Bob, you there, Bob? Yeah, I'm. I, um, I was. I was waiting for everyone else to put put in their two cents. Yeah, she's she's a nasty one. Um, nasty piece <laughs> of work. Definitely throw down. All right, Joe, uh, you cool with Laura Ingraham? Uh, sure. Chuck, Chinese virus is not racist, Grassley. He really say that? If Caitlin yeah. Crest said it, I believe it. Damn it. Then yes. Um, yes. We had... Wait, I, Joni Ernst was already in our list. She sent us Joni Ernst. I think yeah. Joni was on the list. Did we have Rick Santilli? We did not have Rick Santilli. So we're, we're tossing Joni. She was already there. Yeah, Joni Ernst. Joni was there. She's she's in the dumpster pile. Yeah, she. I think we should put Rick Santelli in there. Rick Santelli. He's the guy. Isn't he the 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 guy who coined the phrase "teabagger"? Yes. Yeah. CNBC right winger. Yeah, Rick Santelli. Uh, the teabag, the fools in D.C. is what he said. Uh. No. (sighs) Yep. He blamed the the entire 2008 crash on poor people um yeah so from the teabag i don't think i have uh hang on i i i do have the rick santilli uh we have the clip in the teabagger report the teabagger report with kenny pick find out what's going on what's going in and what's coming out of teabaggers the world round teabag the fools in dc (laughs) Yeah, that's him right there. So, Rick Santilli. So, so much more innocent racist time. Mm. Mm. Uh, are, are you down with uh, Rick Santilli, uh, Teabagger King, Bobber? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, Caitlin Chris also had at least one more on the list. Let me take a peek. Um, Charlie Kirk. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Charlie Kirk. He's he's awful. What do you guys say about Charlie Kirk? He's the um, yeah. I go with Charlie Kirk. Yes. Talking or, or, or no? What was he? The, the TP USA, Turning Point USA, and now he's yes. with something else. I don't know. Some other white nationalist TP USA. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and she How about the she, uh, head of the Federalist Society. What the hell is his name? Oh, um, you know, we could throw it. Oh, I know, I know. I Megan McCain's husband. Yes. Oh, Megan McCain should no, go actually, in there. No, actually, actually, it's not. Actually, I'm wrong. No, it's not her husband. No, no. Her husband he, is the, heart, uh, the head of the federal. Feder, fe, he's in the Federalist Society. Well, but, I think uh, I think Megan McCain should go in. Okay. She's insufferable. I think she was in the last one. No, she nope. wasn't. Nope. No. Uh, Megan McCain. Um, so if you can remember that name, I, so, some other people to think about too. Uh, you know, I have one. Yeah, Stephanie Grisham. 
last press. Oh, wait a minute. What well, didn't we have her on there with know. Kelly and I don't know. Conway? I can't remember. Who's um, this? Stephanie Grish Grisham. Stephanie, wasn't it Stephanie Grisham versus? Um, I could be wrong, but she. No, I, she never made I the cut. She I never. Can... No, she wasn't. She's not on here. It was Sarah Sanders and Sean Spicer. Um, I, I'm actually writing on the same piece of paper. Um, so Megan McCain makes it. If you guys are okay with that, I'm okay with Stephanie Grisham. I'm I'm kind of back and forth on Megan. How, how about that like, lawyer? Be really honest with you. How about what's his name's lawyer? Um, do, do we decide on Megan McCain? Though? Oh, how about Rudy Giuliani? Rudy. <clears throat> But have we decided on Megan McCain? Ha, well, oh, okay. Who's? Who, who, I'm who's, not sure. I'm not sure if she deserves. Who's all for Megan McCain or not? I, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I'm for her. Three to one. All right. Okay. Um, do, Rudy. Do we, now, do we decide on Stephanie Grisham? Uh, I'm okay with that. I put her on. I wrote it down. I thought you okay. guys. Okay. Um, Rudy. I think has some great qualities. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have him on the last list. There's so many of them. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit. I'm really happy. You know, Pat actually said 32. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like turning on the light and watching all the roaches scatter. Cat said 32. Well, uh, I, we only have two, four, six, eight so far. So we need another eight, eight yeah. more. <clears throat> you have to go with multiples of eight. Yes. <clears throat> All right, I'm okay so with, I'm cool with Rudy. We got so our first be sixteen or thirty-two. Hmm? So, so yeah, so I don't know. Let's see how quickly we can get to sixteen, and if if everybody feels like going to thirty-two, we'll go to thirty-two. Now we didn't put Rush wait, Limbaugh. Wait, wait. Yeah, on we did last time. No, yes, we did. Yes, what? We, I think. Yes, we did. I'm gonna I look back, we, but I I know we did. I'm looking I back. I have, the, I have the original list. I have the original list. I have the original so me, list too. I printed out your actual list. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, Limbaugh was. was not on You're the sure list. You sure it was my original list? Oh yeah, I printed it out. Let's see. I'm going to look at turn up the night brackets. Uh oh. Hey, Bob. So, how are you doing? I thought uh, Rush, Rush Limbaugh was not on that list. No. I'm looking at the whole thing right now. Rush was never brought up. I would have remembered discussing that. Holy cow. Let me see. Ted Louis Gomer, Jeff Chestnut, Johnny Ernst. Maybe we Susan were feeling Collins. bad for him because he has cancer. No, yes. we wouldn't that. No, we wouldn't be that, <laughs> we wouldn't be that uh, nice. We wouldn't do wow. that. No, we're not that, wow. that we're not that nice. Kelly Hope oh, Silk, Sanders, Spacer, Servo, Camera. But you're right. Okay. You're okay. right. He's, he is not on this list. I'm telling you. I'm fine with him up on the list. So Rush gets on. Okay. I have how about, another how name. About, how about uh, before I forget, uh, um, Roger Stone's lawyer, Sewer. What's his name? Oh, um, oh, oh, Larry Clayman? No, Larry Clayman. No. Clayman. Oh. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Larry Stone was on, <laughs> and he got bumped early. But so yeah, so Larry Clayman will put on there. All right, okay. I'm gonna Larry put Clayman. up. I'm gonna put up for nomination Bill Donahue. Head of the Catholic. Oh yeah, yeah. He's 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 just despicable. Okay, uh, Bill Donahue. So the, Robin, Bob and Ken. What's his name? Roy. Yeah, Roy. Yeah, Roy I'm good with that. No, Bill I'm Donahue. Bill oh. Donahue. 
Phil. I'm pretty much good with anything. Phil. Bill. Bill Bill Donahue. Yeah. Not Phil. <laughs> Different Donahue. Love, we love Phil Donahue. <laughs> Phil Donahue. <laughs> no, he's ma- no. He's married to that girl. So. Yes. He's... Which girl? That girl. That girl? Uh, what, what, which, what's her which, name? Mar- Margot Thomas? Mar- Marlo Thomas. Margot. Marlo Mar- Thomas. Yeah. Marlo Thomas. Which, Ooh. which girl? I loved her, dad, her as a her child. Her dad. Danny Thomas. Created an amazing, an amazing hospital. He did, he did. Danny Thomas had a big nose. Foxfire five hundred five. Some of us have big noses. I got a big nose. Foxfire five hundred five says. Yeah, but he, he made a lot of money with this. Wow. Foxfire five hundred five says, "How could limp balls not be on the list?" And I'm, I, I don't know. Oh. I don't know how that lard ass squeezed by. Um, you know what, Foxfire? We had so many on that first list. Oh yeah, it yeah, was, it was crazy. a big list. I have so that a- list right here. Anybody? Oh, Milo, Milo, Yippieapolis. Yeah, Milo, Milo Yippie. Yes, oh, God. Okay. And right. and I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Cat. She also said Jacob Wall. Yeah, I'm down with that. Right. Oh, what did, was Ben Shapiro on the first list? I don't know. I am checking. Ben I Shapiro, I don't think so. Carly I mean, I think, I think the first list was like the super... I don't think Ben Shapiro made the they first were the, list. They were the super duper B+. Plus. No, he did not make now the first list. Now we're going list. like the D- minus list. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't make the first list. Ben <laughs> Shapiro was on it. We're going. We're Everybody going on ra- Radio Row from CPAC. Okay, Ben Shapiro was on. <laughs> okay, I have one. Leonard Leo. Who? Leonard Ooh. Leo. Never heard of him. Okay. Leonard Leo is the head of the Federalist Society. He's the one that's sending all these fucking judges up to Mitch McConnell. Oh. See. Okay. okay. All right, Leonard. Leo, they they he sucks so much they named him the same name twice. Leo, Leo. <laughs> Leo we don't Leo. know. Do you think his parents got, called him Leo, Leo? What? I got, I got one for you. James O'Keefe. Oh, O'Quelf. Oh, James O'Quelf. Bob, you you get an extra bowl of chili. Oh, for that one. <laughs> he, he already he's already oh. my favorite to go to the final bracket. How about how about Herb? Oh. How about Herb Kane? Oh, the, wait, wait, hold it. Now that's our sixteenth. We, we just hit 16? sixteen. We have sixteen now. It didn't take as long to oh. get sixteen. I think we should go to thirty-two. <laughs> okay. Okay. Keep keep it rolled, roll. Herman Kane. Herb Kane. Herman Cain. If you don't, ha- if you, if we, if we don't think- pl- put him on this list, there's one person to blame. Blame yourself. You- yeah. Okay, I got the <laughs> next one. I got the next one. What were? What um, was Rick- Bob? Bob, what were you gonna say about Herb Cain? <gasps> um, he. I think he's gonna come in ninth place. I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got Juan Williams. Uh, nine, nine, nine. I, I love it, Mister Pizza. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, what about Jesse Waters? Oh, uh, yes. yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I cut. I cut Unanimous. somebody. I cut somebody off. Uh, who had an idea? Who Who was next? Rain? Uh, were you? Rick Santorum. Oh wow. Oh, Mister. Oh. 
Oh Mr. my God! Santora oh, I can see now. This is going to get messy. Oh <laughs> yes. Oh yes. I hope yes. no Santorum gets on any of that Godfather's oh, my pizza. Gosh. I have an, I have another one. Can I jump in, please? <laughs> can you use that as a dipping sauce for Godfather's pizza, Santorum? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Did, did we have Jack Kingston on our last list? No. All right, my submission. Who is Jack what Kingston? Is Jack, Jack Kingston. Jack. Who, oh yes, I know him. Who's he? Jack Kingston's that guy that's always on CNN. He's a former congressman. Oh, who's that twat. from Georgia. Oops, I almost said a word I don't say. Here, on the how show. about this one? I, I, I have, I have, I have, I have three in mind. I, have I meant twit. I meant twit. I meant twit. I have three. I have three. I'm okay with twat. I have three in mind. I have okay. three in mind. Okay. Okay, but I, I forgot the third. Oh, yeah. Rick, Rick Scott. Harry. No, or, um, Rick Rick Perry. Rick I forgot. Perry. <laughs> oh, Rick Perry and Rick Scott. Rick Perry. <laughs> Rick Hornrim okay. glasses. Yes. Secretary oh, of Energy uh, of nothing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Do you, did I ever tell you that one time? Um, a picture. Um, there was a picture of Rick Perry around on on Facebook, and it, somebody it recommended tagging me. As Rick what? Perry, <laughs> there what? was yeah what? somebody somebody put put a picture of Rick Perry out after he had his glasses, and they were like, and it was like, did you want to tag your? Oh no, I think it was me. I think I put it out, and it said, did you want to tag yourself? And it had a box over his face, and I'm like, no, I don't look anything like Rick Perry. <laughs> He's not a bad looking guy, but I mean, seriously, um, that's you. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, I came up with another one. Oh, okay. Kennedy. Kennedy. Oh, oh, you mean John? What's his name? Is it? No, I'm talking about the woman, Kennedy. Oh, oh, Kennedy. Oh, I thought you meant uh, that that hillbilly senator. Oh. Or congressman, Kennedy. No, I'm talking about Kennedy, the former comedian libertarian who plays over there on Fox. She was a former VJ. Yes. That's who I'm Yeah, I remember she's on MTV. What's, what's her name? What's her name? Kennedy. Kennedy. She's Kennedy. just known as Kennedy. Kennedy. That's it. Oh, okay. How yeah. about Chris Christie? Oh, oh there we go. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm good with that. Uh, okay. I'm we got to we, we gotta get to 32. So, I mean, there's going to be there's gonna be some fodder. There's going to be some fodder. What's Chris Christie? What about... Well, everything, but I don't think he's the uh, worst well, of the worst. What about transvaginal oh, Bob? Oh, <laughs> who, who is now in charge of freaking immigration? Yes. What? What's no, his no, name? I'm no, Cucinelli. no, you're thinking. Of, you're thinking of the. I'm thinking of cooch, coo the cooch. Cuchin oh, the cooch. Oh, well. We could, wait, the cooch. <laughs> Vaginal cooch. We could put him on there. I could. Yeah, we, we could put uh, cooch. cooch. Ken Cuccinelli. Yep. Is he on? That's, yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah, Ken Cooch. I, I, see, trans well, you're thinking of the. You're thinking of the governor that was indicted. Yes, he's well. He's thinking of transvaginal Bob, who was the governor of Virginia, while Ken Cuccinelli was the uh, lieutenant governor. No, he wasn't. He was the uh, attorney general. Was he? Yeah, I thought he was. Okay. No, he was the attorney general. But but um, Bob McDonald. Bob McDonald. Thank yes. you. Yes. What? All, All right. right. He makes it. Okay. Did um did Mike Huckabee make the list? No. 
No. Oh, because his daughter Mike made the last one. Huckabee. Huck no, Mike. no. There you go. Fuckabee. You go. Mike Fuckabee. <laughs> um. Oh uh, yeah, this is gonna be good. We're gonna have some fun with this. Uh, what about what about um? Eric Cantor. Oh. Oh, what about? Alive? How about Eric? He, Eric Cantor. Died. I thought he died. He didn't die. He was voted <laughs> out. What about Eric <laughs> Trump? <laughs> what about Eric Trump? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, both Eric's. Eric okay. Trump. All right. Okay. Eric oh, and, Trump. And also... Fuckabee. Yeah, there you go. Um, and Eric Cantor. Eric listening to her Cantor. Cantor. And Eric no longer the dumb one Trump. Wasn't he one of the wild ones with the young guns? Yeah, yeah. the one of the young guns. Yeah. Yes. Him and Marco Rubio. Along with Paul, Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan needs to go on the list all right paul's on the list all right paul ryan and what about rand paul rand is on the list <laughs> how many is that joe 30 um, we need two more two more everybody um, for our two more <laughs> invitation okay, either, either okay i want you guys to vote right now because i got two i got two one of them has to be voted down just to be fair i got jonah goldberg and i got michael savage Oh, Michael Savage. Fuck Jonah Goldberg. I would say, yeah, absolutely. Same here. Joe? Michael, okay, I, th I the think we should put the, the guy with the gas the, mask. The savage the guy wiener. With the, gas, the guy with the gas mask. Matt oh. Gates. Yes, Matt, Matt Gates. Gates. Was Matt he Gates? on that list? Uh, no. I think Matt Gates. Yeah, he, he, yeah, because he faced off with Janine Pierre the first time around. Uh, yeah, I think um, he, was. he was. Oh, we did Matt Gates. All right. No. Uh, let me see. Time. Okay, now I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna go with this. Meow goodness put put this out there. And this was also a suggestion from Caitlin Chris. Bionic Dan Badondi. <laughs> oh my god. I think that Dan Badondi okay. is perfect. Yeah. I think he's gonna be creamed by anybody in a verbal sparring <laughs> match. But yeah, I think Dan Badondi is our 32. Uh, because two of our listeners suggested him, and what are the chances of somebody fucking remembering Dan, Bionic Dan Badondi, Infowars, Sandy Hook Denier, um, you know. God, I can't believe we came up with Amateur 32. wrestler. I can't believe we're, we can stop ourselves right now, because I, I, I honestly could do more. So, Joe, <laughs> you have numbers assigned to all, all of these, right? Well, I went one through thirty-two. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So basically, what I'm going to do instead of having to write all the names down, mm -hmm. um, on the break, mm -hmm. should we do our first round tonight? I uh, we could. I don't know if we if we can get through thirty. Do we have time? I don't know if we get through. I well well you'd have to get through. You know, 16, yeah, there sixteen. There has to be sixteen matchups. I yeah. honestly think. That's I a really lot to do. I really do believe this. Oh, that we my. should come up with come up with the chart. You know, we, you know, put we it could... up on turnips and let our viewers vote in the first round. Yeah, but it, we have to figure out who who's who's versus who who's who's in the draw. It could it could go one two three four seven thirty two. So, okay, well, so I was say I was going to is. Hmm? Yeah, I was going to number them the way I have them written down because I have them written down in the same order as you. 
and then mm-hmm. and then what I'll do is I'll just put numbers in the cup and match it up to my list so I don't have to write the names down like I did before. So uh, that makes oh. sense. Oh yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I wrote them down as we said them, and I like Dan Bedandi is number thirty-two. Oh, living on Long Island has gotten into the Radio for Humans server and is in our little chat room there. He says, I've spawned. Oh. And he's going to he's gonna be um, chatting with us on Sunday on Mike Check Radio. And he says, I still wonder, oh, why, wonder why the Wi-Fi people think Chattango is a porn site. Yeah, it's not like it's... <laughs> it's, it's not Chatcherbait, you know? So... <laughs> Which is a real? That's a real site. Chatterbait's a real site. I have not. I have not frequented it, but it's very good for punchlines. Um, So you've occasionally summoned it. uh, Yeah, I've I've summoned the name to you know uh, you know uh, tell people to go hang out with your other Breitbart creeps on Chatterbait and you know work out your issues. I'm you know not looking for a date. So, what what about Splat Tango? Oh my Splat God. Tango. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, why? <laughs> why? Uh, so anyway, all right. Well, let's go to the break, and we'll. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe since we we figured it all out tonight, we, since we we're, we're gonna have less, we, we won't even have twenty minutes to get through. Um, yeah, the I think first we should round, wait. So, so the invitation. We should split up the first thir- thirty-two. We should probably do eight matchups one night. Like next Tuesday, and then eight matchups on Friday. Okay, and that'll yeah. get us down to to the that'll get us down to the, to the uh, final eight. Well, it'll get us to to the, uh, the great eight, the sweet sixteen, sweet sixteen, yeah. Sweet and then we could then we could do and, and that then is we a could do eight. Republicans really do like sixteen-year-old girls. Oh gosh, people. that old? What? That old? Oh, seems seems an awful. You know, I don't wow. know. Anyway, uh, we could do four, and then we could do eight matchups for one night, for another, or we could do four in a half hour and four in the next half hour. Yeah. And then the next night we could do the that'd be the quarterfinal. All right, so yeah, Sports. let's do four. Let's do four tonight. Let's do it. Four. So, you want uh, which? What do you want to do? You want to do eight matchups tonight? No, um, not tonight. No. Oh, I thought you have said, to do. Oh. No, no, you have to do the first. To get you have thirty two now, right? That's sixteen matchups. Yeah, so yeah. You got, I got you. I got you. I don't know. Right. Okay. You guys, you guys in the chat room, if you want, uh, sour sixteen is more like it. Yeah, goodness says uh, <laughs> <laughs> sour sixteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice one. Well played. Uh, I don't know. You guys in the chat, if you want us to try, I don't really think we have anything much, much more to talk about because this is fun. Uh, we could try and do eight tonight. If you in the chat want us to do it, let us know. Um, so I think eight's reasonable, but we do absolutely have to go to the break right now. So we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night uh, right after this stuff that I'm about to play for you right here. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody.
Kiss you in the mouth. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of the Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. I am Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio. Every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, our host Adam Hebert will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick 
will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Declare your independence and reject corporate media. This is Indie Media Weekly, your number one source for independent media. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton. Oh, thank you, Washington, D.C. twice. And thank you, Scranton. Welcome back to the program. And uh, Trojan Rabbit says go for it. But he's, I think, the only person so far who has chimed in. And um, <clears throat> But uh, I'm almost done with the numbers. Uh, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, and 36. There's So I've got the 36 little chits of paper that I am tearing and putting in the cup for our name list. And uh, anyway, what say what say you guys? What do you, do you want to? I mean, we might end up going over a little bit if we do uh, the first. The first. Uh, I'd kind of like to wait. Huh? I'd kind of like to. Okay, not a problem. I'm prepared for it at the very least. So, I've got. Uh, I've, but yeah. Should we just review the numbers just to make sure we're on the same page? Yes. Well, well we're not literally on the same page. Yes, I'm on a page here. Absolutely. Scranton, let's let's go through the you're on let, one in Yeah, let's go through the list. I'm going to number mine <clears throat> according okay, to yours. I'm going to so. name them. I'll, I'll name them. Uh, and also, I'll go down I'll the list his, with the number. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Ready? Number one, Steve King. Yes. Number two, Laura Ingraham. Yes. Number three, Chuck Rassley. Yes. Number four, Rick Santelli. Yep. Number five, Charlie Kirk. Yes. Number six, Megan McCain. Yes. Number seven, Rudy Giuliani. No, her father. Oh, I had Stephanie Grisham as number seven. Oh, Uh -oh, I have her as number eight. Where do you have Giuliani? Eight. Can you flip the two? Yeah. Mine's written on paper, so. Flip it. Huh? Well, he have to just copy and paste. Just move Julie. Yeah, just uh, just move. Hold on. Okay. So Grisham, Wait, Grisham right, seven, right. Giuliani eight. Okay, just let me do a, a quick uh, switcheroo here. And uh, okay, so wait, oh, hey, what did you do? Okay, there. Okay, One. now I have seven, Stephanie Grish- Grisham, mm-hmm. eight, Rudy Giuliani, nine, yes. Rush Limbaugh, yes, ten, Larry Clayman, yes, Clayman, Clayman. <laughs> 11, Bill Donahue, not yes. Phil Donahue. Yes. <laughs> 12, Milo Yippie. Yes. Yippie. Uh, Jacob Wallace, 13. Yes. Ben Shapiro, 14. Yes. 15 is Leonard Leo. Leo Leo. Yep. Right. 16, <laughs> James O'Fuck. <clears throat> O'Quelf, yes. O'Quelf. <laughs> 17, O'Quelf. <laughs> O'Quelf. <laughs> O'Quelf. <laughs> 
Seventeen is Herman. Herman, I hit him with a cane. <laughs> Herbed crust cane. <laughs> Eighteen. Jesse Underwaters. Eighteen, yes. Nineteen, Rick. Messi Prop- Santorum. Oh, yeah, sloppy. <laughs> Twenty is Jack Kingston. Yep. <laughs> Twenty-one. Got that. 21 is Rick Perry. I thought he was the third one. No, I forgot. Oops. <laughs> 22, Kennedy. Yes. 23, Chris Christie. Yes. 24, Ken Cooch. The Cooch. Yep. The Cooch. 25, Bob McDonald. Transvaginal Bob. The Felon. Yep. 26, Mike Fuckaby. Yep. Yep. Number 27, Eric Trump. <laughs> oh, I have Eric Cantor is 27 and Eric Trump is 28. Okay, let me switch him. All right. Let me switch him. Because is there really okay. a difference? <laughs> uh, no, they both have slappable faces. They also have terrible teeth. Uh, I'm glad we didn't put DJ TJ in here, though. Who's, who's DJ? Oh. Yeah, who, who Donald Trump Jr. Donald T. Trump Jr. Oh, oh. dear God, no. Yeah, Do- Donald, Donald does John. not deserve to be in the NIT. No, so we have 27 yeah. is Cantor and 28 is Trump. Yes. Paul Ryan. Yes. Ra, Ra, Ra Ran Paul. <laughs> yes. Raw Dog Ran Paul. Uh-huh. Yeah. Raw Mikhail, Dog Mikhail Paul. Savage. <clears throat> uh, wait, wait. So 30 is Rand Paul, right? Right. 31 is Mikhail Savage. Yeah, the Savage Wiener. And 32 is... 32 is... Bionic Dan Badondi. Dan (laughs) Badondi. Oh, I I fucked up and put 36... (laughs) Put 36 chits in there. I'll have to take the other ones out. Um, So... Oh, don't do do that. You're going to screw this up. (laughs) We have a nice even number. Now we have 16 matchups to do on the next show. All right. There we go. Sports. Sports. Yeah. Well, let's. We're gonna. We're gonna, we're gonna get Kenny to learn sports, aren't no. we? This actually. This is the long version. It's the this same the version as always. Can, it's the one where I want to hit pause. The, no, this is the long version. It's yeah, the this, full version. Yeah. I, I hit pause yeah. on it quite a bit. but uh, That's the right. one that he wants to punish Rain and Joe at the same time. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. what I do Sometimes Bob. <laughs> Sometimes I Miles. Like <laughs> so now, I have, I have a question. Now, do you want to do a blind draw or do you want to just go with... One, two, three, four, five, six. We're gonna do blind draws uh, because I pulled out the additional, the accidental numbers I put in there. Uh, so yeah, so I think. I so think what are you gonna? What What will you do? How will we do the blind draws? Um, oh, Joe, Joe. With a cup. You want to just put all those those names in a hat and just start pulling them out? And yeah, I, I since they're numbered, I just wrote the numbers on <laughs> pieces of paper and put the yeah. numbers in there. So we'll just match up the numbers to the list. Uh, when it's time to do it. And uh, yeah, I think this will be fun to do it this way too because what I'm going to do is I'm going to make an audio cart and I'm going to try and find an audio... I'm going to make... 
I'm going to make an audio clip for 1 through 30, uh, 32. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, 32, right? That's the number. Yeah, yes. That's the yes. highest number. <laughs> 32. Forget about it. Uh, <laughs> so what? basically what I'll do is I'll make an audio cart, and I'll have 32 clips lined up of, you know, uh, memorable lines from each person. So when we get to the verses round, I'll have some intense music and I'll play the first clip and then the second one after I the, you know, announce it and everything. It's going to be a professional shit show. Okay. So we're, we're not going to go one, two, three, four. In other words, no, Steve we're King doing blind. Learn. We're doing blind draws, blind draws. So okay. yeah. Technically we can't make a bracket. Well, we, we, we make, make a, a bracket, bracket after the after the the first round, right? Okay. Well, no, we have to make a bracket before the first round. Mm-hmm. All right. If you're gonna do a blind draw from thirty two, you gotta okay. Do that now. Then let's do the bracket now. Let's do the bracket okay. now. Okay. Let's All do right. a blind draw right now. All right. Because so because here's the thing that I've been trying to suggest: if we can get the bracket together, mm-hmm. we can yeah. actually put the bracket up on turnips. Yeah. Yeah. And let people yeah. vote. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, Here we go. Blind draw now. All right. Let's I got. I got the first two. All right. Number thirty. Okay, they number, are. number thirty and number twelve. Okay. Ten. Wait a minute. Thirty is Rand Paul. Okay. Advances. And we have Milo Yippee. Oh God. <laughs> so it's okay. gonna Rand. It's going to be Rand Paul versus Milo. My, right. Okay. That's the first okay. draw. Okay. All right. Let's go. Eight and ten. Okay, that would be Giuliani and Larry Clayman. Oh my God! <laughs> All right, we got. Um, well, that was a twenty and twenty-one. I've been shaking them up too. I promise. Shake okay, it up. Jack Kingston mm-hmm. versus uh, Rick Perry. All right, one in five. Okay, Steve King uh, takes on Charlie Kirk. Oh. Okay, yeah. number three. Man, I can't wait to see this bracket. I want to see it physically. I want to see it. <laughs> okay, I'll get it to you. What, so go ahead. excited. Number three and number 18. Chuck Grassley and Jesse Waters. <laughs> oh, that should be oh. a comic. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Number yeah. two in number six. Laura Ingraham takes on Megan McCain. Oh, oh boy. Oh, girl on girl. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, now, I'm tur- now I'm turned on. <laughs> I don't know if okay. this one's right side down or upside down, but I think it's 11. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm kidding, because 11. Okay. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really, it confused me there. Okay. 11, 11 and 29. Okay, Bill, not Phil Donahue. Okay. Versus Paul Ryan. Very good. I'm glad my sixes look different than my nines, by the way, because... Um, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> 15 and 7. That's what a lot of people say. 15 and 7, that would be Leonard, Le- Leonard Leo. Mm-hmm. Don't go there. And Stephanie Grisham. Okay. <gasps> and 31 and 28... Oh, that's Mike Savage. 
versus uh, Eric Trump. <laughs> gross. God. <laughs> yeah, that's that the grossest gross. one, oh, yeah. That's the, that is a gross one, yeah. 25 and 4. 25. That would be is that Bob a Chicago Mc- song? Yeah, 25 yeah. or 624. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bob McDonald versus Rick Santelli. Okay, so that was 25 and 4. Okay, so 32 yeah. and 23, palindromic. 32 Dan and 23. Dan B. Dan Medandi. <laughs> Who did you say? Mental power. Uh, tw- 32 and 23. And 23, Chris Christie. 20. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> the bionic man versus the big Chris Christie. Oh, that should be a that's that's a heavyweight right, championship. We got 27 right and 13. Okay, Eric Cantor. Uh takes on Jacob Wall. Okay, that's oh. a that sounds like a bore fest, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right, nine and twenty-six. Rush Limbaugh <gasps> versus Mike Huckabee. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. And I don't know if y'all saw that Bob posted something from uh Mike Huckabee, who literally like, we were joking about this with our neighbors. Mike Huckabee uh-huh. put out there on Twitter that you can use corn cobs to wipe your butt. Yeah, you could. <laughs> <sure>. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well. You sure can, Mike. I'm so glad you're spilling the family secret. Our neighbors were joking about it, but that stupid, dumb... And then you could pose? then you could truly say, I don't remember eating corn. Oh my god. You could cornhole yourself. Um so. <laughs> oh, those no. of us from the rural south know how to handle toilet paper shortage. Eat more corn on I the cob. Want, I just want to tell tell Why? you, Mike Mike Fuckabee, um cornhole has a whole different meaning in uh metropolitan areas. It's it's a game played with bean bags. Um so not actually shoving a he fucking ear of corn in your butt. gave us all the important butt. information. Just don't flush the corn husk after you wipe your ass. Oh, a corn cob or a husk? He said, eat more corn on the cob. The corn isn't important, but the cobs are free and work great. Just don't flush them. You're Jesus. welcome. So he meant... Oh. Okay. The comments are golden, like, uh, this tweet needs less front teeth and more banjo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God, I need a really good laugh. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, all right, 19 and 22. <laughs> 19 and 22, Rick Santorum. Okay, wait, look, oh. Rick Santorum. Speaking of corn cobs. Uh, takes on Kennedy. Oh. oh. That's going to be a messy match. Just remember Kennedy. Okay. Not, not the senator. Yeah, Kennedy yeah, yeah. From Kennedy. Door. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Funny. we got our last two, 14 and 24. Ben Shapiro and huh. Ken Cuccinelli. And the Good final thing. one. Well, there's no final one. Okay. We have that. No, 17 and, <laughs> 17 and 16. That's the, Those are the last right. two numbers. Right. And that's James O'Keefe and Herman Cain. Oh. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, so that's okay. So that's, that's our bracket. Our, uh, that's our bracket. Our bracket's done. I will publish that bracket. 
I am so. Will you put some snazzy graphics on it? Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez, you have to give me a couple days. No, no, that. I'm kidding. You don't. You don't have to do that. So, okay. I mean, just or just you know, just um, lines. It can just be like the graphics. Well, I mean, maybe just like at the top, have the Republican like elephant symbol with a pile of shit behind it. Oh yeah, you know, just like that, just like you know, it's a, it's a letterhead, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do. When do you need this? Oh, you take your time. <laughs> Look at him. Tuesday. Ken, he's got to go back to work. He's like, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, no. Extra stuff. No, the unemployment <laughs> office is not getting me. <laughs> no. no, it's not. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, that's our show, everybody. <laughs> they had me for 33 years. They don't get it. I'll get this to you tomorrow, kid. This is fun. You know yeah, why? I mean, because I, be- I, I got nothing else to do. Well, there tomorrow, you go. Awesome up on the turn up. Uh, you know, I'll I'll send I'll send it to our production chat and you can take it from there. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll post it in turnips uh, after you send okay, it out. Okay, so all right, um, I'll work on this. Yeah, you know, place your bets. Place your bets, everybody. Place your bets. So, we got, <laughs> yeah, we got sixteen See, matchups. Now we, I gotta ask so right we now. Do this last time, but we can actually do like whoever wins, uh-huh. they can place their bets. We can we can maybe send people prizes. I'd be in for it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, uh, as long as the post office stays open. Um, oh God! <laughs> the, the winner. Well, well, let's see. Whoever maybe get you know gets the the most right or whatever, we'll send a pack of toilet paper. <laughs> oh, God. No, the good stuff though. The good stuff. Yeah, yeah. The not con- the stuff the from now. not not the no, stuff no. from convenient. Not the stuff. No, from not convenient. the stuff from the hardware store. Yeah. No, no. This is. This, no, this it can be found in the sand. Be, it can be found next to sanding tools. Has um, to be cotton out. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Now I got to ask the question, Bobber. Would you be willing to come on to cast your vote for uh, for these on Tuesdays until we get through it? Um, sure. I mean, not, you, not for just the show, but for, for yeah, the segment. For the segment, yeah. Sure. For the segment or hour or however it works out, you know, it, the first the first time the first two are probably going to take more than a segment, but yeah. So and right. we'll save it. We'll save it for the last segment. So, you know, you know, you'll be safe until nine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, so yeah, there we go. Uh, so Bobber, since he's working from home, committed. I appreciate that. This is March into Madness. You know, we don't have March Madness. We're, again, just like Convenient being the only game in town for toilet paper, we're the only game in town for the National oh, Invitational <laughs> yeah, Tournament. Yeah, we're, we're it. We're it. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, there we go. Sports, everybody. Uh, so, should we should change, I should change that to water sports. Since it's Republicans, Trump cultists, um, you know, PP tape, all that. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Everybody, uh, parting shots. Who would like to go first? I'll let you guys decide. I'll go first. All right, Bob. Because I don't have any, Bob. So we, we talked a little bit earlier about uh, Home Depot. So, yes. And you were, you were, you were mentioning that, uh, you know, you didn't know about some of these things that uh, 
Home Depot did, but uh, Arthur Blank is one of the, the one of the other um, co-founders of of Home Depot. Made a huge fortune, but uh-huh. and he's also the owner of the Atlanta Falcons and the Atlanta um, uh, what's the name of Atlanta United soccer team. And um, so while you know soccer was canceled and everything else, he's um, he's paying all the hourly workers. And okay. he's he's uh, all the food that was ordered for the stadium. Um, he's donating you know, for the for all the concessions, donating to to shelters and and uh, food banks. Oh, okay, oh, that's awesome. And uh, he's also donating uh, five point four million dollars uh, to uh, immediate long term recovery assistance organizations providing support. Um, for uh, you know, people that are affected by the COVID nineteen ep- epidemic. All right. Well. Okay. So, okay. so there are some 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 good uh, billionaires out there. Uh, you know, some people that willing to help. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, again, I hear. You know, it's too easy. You know, it's too easy to be dismissive when you hear something about you know one person or the other uh, who you know uh, can kind of sully. Uh, your your thoughts about uh, a corporation or a company or something like that, but um, you know, and it's easy just not to revisit it. So uh, so there we go. That's good. Um, although I will say our local Home Depot kind of sucks, but it's not the whole company. <laughs> so does, actually, so does ours. So, but the company does not suck. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. So, uh, all right. Well, thank you for that, Bobber. And uh, I guess bear paint it is. So, um, <laughs> Rain, um, you say you don't, but we're going to wait. We're going to wait. We're going to let Joe go because you, you'll, <laughs> I know you. I know, I know, how know this you. Goes. <laughs> okay. I don't, have, I don't have anything, but I just want to say. <laughs> okay. Okay. I do have a parting shot. Okay. I do. I, <laughs> All right, Bob. Joe. Joe, go <clears throat> for it. <clears throat> okay, this is from the AP. Uh, police jail woman who paid bail with marijuana Senate cash. Oh. Mm. From Ashland, Louisiana. <laughs> Where else? Why Louisiana not? woman was arrested. Yes, a Louisiana woman was arrested on drug charges after police determined the five thousand dollar cash she used to post an inmate's bail had a strong odor of marijuana. <laughs> Authorities nope. began investigating Stormy Lynn Parfait. Stormy Parfait. <laughs> Stormy Lynn Parfait. No <laughs> way, really? <laughs> okay, okay. If I'm going to be doubted here, <laughs> I believe it. I, I, all right, if I'm going to be doubted here, you could read along. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, Stormy Lynn yes. Parfait, 33 on Friday, shortly after she showed up at an Ashland jail to pay the bond fee for an inmate being held there. On drug charges. Oh, no. Wow. The Terrebonne Parish Sheriff's Office said in a statement obtained by news outlets, after catching a whiff of the cash, the detective searched her car while she was still in the jail and found nearly $40,000 more inside, along with about 100 clonopin pills. Oh, my God. And a food stamp card that wasn't registered to Parfait, according to the sheriff's statement. Investigators found hundreds of additional pills and cash, as well as marijuana, cocaine, and paraphernalia during a search of Parfait's home later. 
news outlets reported four unattended four unattended children were also turned over to a relative. Parfait well, was charged with mul multiple counts of possession with intent to distribute. I wonder why. What? Four oh, counts of illegal God. use of controlled drugs in the presence of persons under 17, taking contraband to or to or into a correctional institution and other related charges. It's unclear whether she has an attorney. <laughs> oh, Miss Parfait. Don't keep your weed with your cash. What's wrong with you? Bring the and don't, and don't, yeah, and don't I mean, take the smelly cash to pay bail into. Uh, yeah, unless you live What's in Colorado. If you live in Colorado, that's fine. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe not. I, I'm yeah. not even sure. I, I don't know the clonopil. Nothing the clonopil. about this. How is long is that hundred clonopil? How long is that money sitting with? God. Well, they they went to her house and found cash. Right, they found. Forty thousands of cash. They must have all sitting there with the stuff and clonopin, a hundred. Yeah, I mean they're worth a hundred apiece. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Pretty She's sure, not. Pretty it, it, sure that parfait would was like it's sitting there like if it wasn't for you coronavirus, I would have gotten away with it. You damn coronavirus! <laughs> I I, I, I think I did a lot of stupidity that got her there. I did an <laughs> image search for her and uh, she she you know. She looks like a relatively professional, you know, uh, person who doesn't outwardly look like uh, some kind of, you know, toothless, you know, meth head like you see out of the trailer parks or whatever. So you found Stormy Lynn's picture. Oh, I yeah, I see her. Yeah. Yeah, she looks, uh, yeah, she's not, uh, well, you know. We'll see what she you looks know. like after she has to spend a couple She looks of like Kennedy. Did you? <laughs> She looks like she, she would Kennedy do glasses. something. Yeah. Looks like she would do something. Is that her stash next to her in the picture? I think it is. That's all the money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a picture oh of her yeah, stash, yeah. too. Do a Go, go do a Google too. church for her picture. Do a Google church. You like Stormy? I was looking, I was looking real. at the picture that uh, Stormy Lynn. Oh, yeah. Hi, Sonny Guy. So, thank so you, the lesson here, kids, if you're going to pay bail on a friend, don't use your uh, marijuana money. Okay? Uh Yeah. Don't do That's, that. Yeah, not 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 so good. So no. Uh, <laughs> get, so, you, get you in trouble. Yeah. Get you in trouble. Yeah. All right. Uh Rain, what's your parting shot? My my parting shot is gonna be the same one as as earlier in the Make phone calls. Talk to people who you haven't talked to and just say hi. Pretend that you yeah. have to self distance from them, even if you live you know, thousands of miles away. Actually, uh, Bob's friend Kermit called because. Oh. And it was it was really frog? nice. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's his real. Now, I mean, he's, he's the, go the ahead, third Bob. As well. Oh gosh. But um, it was nice. I mean, Is when I found out that you know Bob was on the phone with Kermit, it was like he called. Um, just reach out to people. Be good. Be kind. Because um, they might not be there in the future. I know that's a dark thing that I'm saying. I'm saying that because we lost our friend Linda and we knew we were going to lose. But with everything that's going on, 
with this fucking pandemic. If you think about a friend who you used to know in college or high school, don't be afraid to call them up. Now, it, they might be a Trumpster, then you can hang up, but re reach out. That's, I, I concur. I concur. Really, it, it really is. I'm going to play something at the at the very end of the show uh, that that you reminded me of uh, when when you said that. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so some of us some of us might not be here in six months. Understood. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that is horrible to say. And I hope that I'm proven wrong. But say hi to your friends Do while it. they're here. Do it. Uh, shot, I'm done. All right, very good. We're going to go uh, uh, wrap up the show. Be sure to join us for the National Invitational Tournament for March <laughs> into Madness on Tuesday. Uh, and look forward, very much so look forward to Joe's magical brackets that I'll be putting out. And uh, yeah, place your bets, and we'll try and figure out some kind of prize pack, uh, you know, paper products i might you know i might the joe could conceivably send you a condom full of hand sanitizer <laughs> <laughs> i'll deliver it myself no okay oh, well, <laughs> he'll crap it out on just, your front lawn just just so. <laughs> no, no, just just have a bidet ready we'll there you go there you go and you're gonna need hand sanitizer for the outside of that too by the way so instead of stand and deliver it's squat and deliver, squat and deliver. <laughs> all right everybody be oh, safe man. be safe do, do do smart and and safe practices uh during this nonsense and we'll all get through it together that's it over and out rock and roll god bless america time for go to bed i'm finished goodbye we now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! <laughs> That's it! Hello? Robbie, hi, how's school? Hi, Robbie. Fine. But you better let Higgins out before you have an accident. Amy, let the dog out, please. So how's school? Thanks, Amy. Sounds like Amy has a big night tonight. I didn't know she was going out. She always sings when she has a date. <laughs> so tell me. Don't look now. But I think Dad's going for his 8 o'clock snack. Al, we just ate two hours ago. Like I said, how's school going, Rob? Oh, that's Peter coming home from soccer practice. Better feed him dinner. Never mind about Peter. Hi, Mom. Hi. What's wrong, Robert? You said anything's wrong. You're not the only one in this family who can hear, you know. <laughs> um, you're something else. When the people you love come through loud and clear. I love you too. That's AT&T.